right, we are recording. Welcome to another episode of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio, in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are hailing from the Rage Dojo and on loan to us from Breaking Down the Ring podcast, the anti-everything kid hybrid, Orlando Christopher. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back, bud. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Nobody puts Dickie in the corner. Dickie Bronson. Yeah. We gotta hype got that, that new shirt, bro. That new shirt plug, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I gotta we gotta add it on to the other one. Cause like I need a Joe Coleman paragraph introduction. Oh, so we would go God loves, Bronson kills, nobody puts Dickie in the corner. That song's cool. You like yeah. that? I don't know. Okay, we'll work on that one. Yeah, maybe. All right. And we got some special guests, my good friends and neighbors, and lovers of all things strange and spooky. He's sweet Lou and she's the pincher. Dawn. Hello. 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 Thank you for having me. That was cool. Yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about the Pinterest story. I heard that she broke mustard. It was uh, something you... among other things? Yeah, she's yeah, terrible things. with condiments. Everything, yeah. basically everything. Yeah. I break things. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. Okay, gang, it's that spooky time of year again, and Netflix dropped a little Halloween present on us in the form of Stranger Things too. It's time to get back to Hawkins, Indiana, and this time it's 1984. It was hard to find a starting point. Figure we'd just start off with the first episode. They teased us really almost a year in advance with these titles, and the first one is Mad Max. Obviously, a play on the the uh, it was a 1983 movie, I think 83 or 84. Sure. Yeah. At this point, we're led to believe that Eleven was killed, disappeared, exploded is when she killed the Demogorgon in last season. The boys have given are, are given a new girl to the group, Max, and and we also get her uh, dickhead uh, brother who I like to refer to as Greasy Rob Lowe. And, mm. But before we do that, before they get to our crew, we learn about Eight, and she's part of a criminal gang. So that is how they kick off this season. I don't know where we kind of want to get rolling here. I mean, with the first episode, we obviously learn that there's other kids, or at least one other kid. We get a brief glimpse of that, and then we're, I guess we're supposed to just forget about it for a little bit. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah? I don't... There's so much. Well, I always say just... It just like they did with uh, season one, it's like the first few episodes are just groundwork. Like, like <laughs> yeah, the first three or four. It, were, it's yeah. like you gotta stick through those before they get rolling. You know what I mean? It, I actually enjoyed those. It, I first. mean, it was enough to hook because Rich was over that that mm-hmm. day, and um, this is the morning after Superkick, and we watched three. Are I think. you allowed to admit or that, or did you? Because I know. Oh yeah, it's out of the bag okay, now. Cool. Yeah, you uh, can make it public. I yeah, watched okay. all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, I think we watched like the first three episodes just while we ate eggs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to, so I'll jump into this and we'll elaborate on it later. It's really weird that they opened it with eight, which I thought was originally was cool. Like, oh, there's more out there. And then they don't touch it mm-hmm. until episode seven, which exactly, yeah. I got a lot to say about episode yeah, seven. Yeah, we'll get to seven. And that's I'll leave whole, that for later. Yeah. But yeah. I found that was really strange that that's how they opened it and it played just yeah, that such was a, odd. a yeah. minor role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, and especially after seeing episode seven, I'm like, oh, okay, we're back to this. I'm like, oh, this is what that was about? What the fuck? I thought they were going to set that up to show in the beginning of each episode, like maybe a different, you know. Oh, yeah, that would have been awesome, actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The intro to each episode being the Uh, other nine, that would have been really cool, actually. I like that idea a lot. Maybe some of them are dead. Maybe you don't know where some of them are, but you get like a little four minute. Yes. That would be sweet. Well, and she's clearly. I don't know, five, six years older than eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. Eleven's roughly twelve, maybe thirteen. Yeah, and she's probably she's in her twenties or thirties. Oh, you think she's supposed to be eighteen? I was guessing sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I, I guess like twenty. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess we're so all over the map. Huh? None of I us don't know. Her. Well, then she's a lot older than The only number we can associate with nope. her is her Age. number. I think they showed them <laughs> right. when they did like the mom flashbacks. I think they showed them in a room together because she saw who she thought was her daughter and mm-hmm. that girl was her, I forgot her name, number eight, whoever. C- Carrie? Cassie? Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Collie? No. Collie. Collie, yeah. yeah. So once we get past that, that's okay. when all of a sudden, you know, the kids are at the arcade. We, which we, is a progression. They went from playing D&D to now they're playing video games, which yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, we get Keith, the arcade manager who eats Cheetos. Yeah, he was great. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they learn about Mad Max. Who the fuck is Mad Max? And then this red-haired girl pulls up. They obviously, with Eleven kind of gone, they, they need a female in that group somehow. With her brother, father, captor, you don't know what for quite a while. You don't know. Yeah. I think the assumption is that they're brother and sister. Right. Early on, that's definitely the assumption. Yeah, yeah. you assume, and then he's like, you're not even my sister, or I'm not, you're not my family, and then you're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, right? and later he says something like, uh, you know what happens when you disobey, and yeah, like, some okay, shit's getting creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that never really got, exp- I mean, a, a little bit, but that didn't really get explored to the level I thought it was going to. Yeah. Like, I, I was wondering, is she going to be, you know, a mutant or something like that? It was a mark to that story. I thought there was going to be a big, dark story behind them. Like, here's the reason we're here and all this other shit. I thought there was going to yeah. be, and it not was just, just his dad is mad. But, he's got to, yeah. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more rapey. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was expecting it to be a lot more rapey the way it was was Mm -hmm. built. I mean, he tried to murder a bunch of 10-year-olds with vehicular manslaughter, like, right off the Mm -hmm. bat, so. Right, and then he went after, uh, what's-her-name's mom. Everyone yeah, that, that, that was end. awesome. Oh, yeah. That was so great. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. That was, I, to me, we let's just start talking about Billy here. I was waiting for him to get that Steve redemption the whole show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were going to do that, Waiting, 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 and they never did. What? Well, we I watched can't... a little bit of the uh, of the behind-the-scenes thing, and they were saying that they basically made him what Steve was going to be, but then they ended up making Steve likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. First season. So this was kind of the asshole the whole way. The through, scene when they bring, in the first season, when they bring the uh, Demi Gorgon into the house... Her and Jonathan, Nancy and Jonathan, Steve was supposed to die there, uh-huh. and they decided to. Well, this is going to segue into my another good point, but they kept him because that actor did such a good job mm-hmm. at making him like charming and like. And I'm glad because, yeah. and we'll touch this again later because like Steve and Dustin saved the whole fucking yeah. series. Anything I didn't like, Steve and Dustin worked so well that it just like overshadowed everything I didn't like. Well, that's another topic I want to get into is kind of the different pairings because it basically seemed like. You know, once we got past the 08 thing, we had, oh, it's a kid. I keep, we had Lucas, Lucas and, and Dustin at the arcade. We had Will and Mike um, yep. kind of away from the rest of the group we had. And then eventually we find out that Eleven's alive and the sheriff is taking care of her. We get those two and their acting chops in, in that cabin are amazing. Yeah, they're awesome. And then at the end, towards the end, we get Dustin and Steve, yep. which just is like, too charming to deal with. And it makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. So it's weird. There's a lot of subverting roles, I noticed. So, like, Mike basically took over Lucas's role from the first season of he's skeptical of the new girl. Mm-hmm. Lucas took over Mike's role of being into the new mm-hmm. girl. And then uh, Steve and uh, Jonathan switched places a little bit because mm-hmm. Steve's now the loner. Right. Mm-hmm. And now Jonathan's with Nancy. And then, um, yeah, a lot of it got switched around. And if we're talking new characters, I'll have to say, like, I wasn't super into the brother sis, like Billy and the sister. They were fine. They didn't serve a lot of a purpose for me except for just moving the story along. Mm-hmm. Other than that. I didn't care for um Ellen Mike's like love story it became so prominent. I thought that was a little weird. It was oh, a little, little heavy for twelve year olds, I think. Oh, yeah. Ellen Mike? Yeah. 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 I would say so. That got a little I was I was like, this is a little too much uh 
for 12-year-olds. They could have kept him and made a little more lighthearted, for sure. Yeah. Like, he's just sitting around a year later on a walkie-talkie right. talking, waiting for her to respond. Longing. Have, have I would say yearning. I would say they were yearning. <laughs> After the first season came out, and they were you know showing up on The Tonight Show and everything, that kid that plays Mike? Yeah. Finn I, Wolfhard. Yes. How cool is that? What's his name? Finn, Finn Wolfhard is his real name. Whoa. That's sweet. <laughs> I, he should be playing like a V-neck double neck guitar. Looked, and then who's the girl that plays uh, Bobby Flying Bobby Joe McKenzie or whatever? Millie what's her Bobby name? Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Millie Brown. Millie Bobby yeah. Brown. Every every interview I ever saw of them, like he looked on her in like this. Oh loving, yeah, he's gazing. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I think this dude's like actually falling for this girl. Sure. You know. He uh, yeah, why not? he was in it, and he was awesome he, in it. Yeah, also, was yeah, totally yeah, awesome. he was great. Yeah. That was getting to the point of new characters. Uh, Bob was the best addition as far Ooh. as new characters go. Sean Astin was awesome. He's like dopey. You fall in love with him immediately. You don't look at him as Rudy. Like you know Sean Astin from right. everything, but he like owned that character to the point where he was supposed to die in the car with Will. I was reading this interview mm-hmm. when he's telling him about his dreams when he's driving. Not Will. Yeah, Will. When he's mm-hmm. driving Will to school, Will was supposed to kill him with his mind because Will's like turning evil. But I guess Sean Astin was so awesome that they kept him until like the very end, and like. They... How could they have progressed the whole map? Uh, I mean, <clears> that wasn't even of... in there. That whole part mm-hmm. wasn't even supposed to be in there. They wrote more for Bob to do because Sean Astin was just fucking awesome. Yeah, they showed talked up about with those brain teasers. Too, yeah. mm-hmm. These brain teasers, guy, I was sick all the time <laughs> as a child. Yeah, they pretty much got him and really liked him, and then I think found more ways to use him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I thought he was super likable. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first episode, he's like, whatever. You're like, oh, dopey, useless mm-hmm. character. Yeah. But then as soon as he starts to explain the backstory to him and he gets into how he got picked on when he was a kid, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I like you. No. And, and he founded the AV club, so yeah. he was like the grown-up version of the kids more. Yeah. Or less. It was but great. I, when he first showed up, I was upset because yeah. I wanted Joyce and Hopper to be a thing. Yeah, everybody did. And, you know, they got there. And you don't know a lot of their history still. They never really, they touch on, okay, they used to like yeah, smoke in high school. Obviously, they're all in high school, yeah. Maybe they, maybe they hooked up, maybe they didn't, like, but they are still got their own little thing going on. I will say one thing that was weird is a lot of this was the increasingly bad decisions of Jim Hopper. He made a lot of like really dumb decisions he wouldn't have made in the first season. Let's run through Like some. jumping into the tunnels. Oh, yeah. And it closes up and he's like not even worried. And always a dark. Like always like whatever they're exploring, it gets dark. And then he's like, okay, yeah, I'll keep going with this. Right. Maybe just give it a little bit. Get some backup, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, right, yeah. You're a police officer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we met his backup. When, mean, they, when they go to investigate all the rotten pumpkins, it's somebody the backup dudes be like, are like, hey, should we yeah. keep looking at this stuff? That's one guy that's yeah. like, hey, he's, uh, yeah, he's down here. I, I love that there. one, like, sarcastic cop, though. Like, I don't know his name. Lenny and Carl, basically. Yeah, but, he, yeah. but, he, but he's fucking great, man. <laughs> the one with the mustache in this one? Yeah, he's just... He's the just, dipshit one? Yeah, yeah, he's just always sarcastic and stupid and... I don't know. I like him. I like his little minor role. Mm-hmm. And they, they changed the opening when Hopper comes walking into the station initially. Like, I think last year she gives him, or no, does she pull his cigarette out? I forget. But there's something with the cigarette. This time she takes she takes his, his donut. That's right. Yeah. She takes the cigarette, hands him a donut. And this one, she takes the cigarette, takes his donut, hands him an apple. Oh, yeah, nice. I like that. It's that, cute. Yeah, it's like they it's a very a, 80s movie. Yeah. yeah. He's got like his little pit crew. He's just walking to his uh, desk. Yeah. No, Hopper's the man. I thought it was weird. I thought the return of Eleven was going to be a bigger deal. Like, right off the I, gate, they show you, like, okay, she's back and she's around, like, right away. I thought maybe they were going to tease that a little more. Yeah. Like, or, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I liked how, you know, she ended up in, I guess, how they teased that it was her unlocking doors to the cabin and whatnot. That was cool. 
But yeah. for her just to be on the out on the underground or the upside down and then just comes through immediately a hole in the wall, comes back. Yeah. Immediately come and we didn't talk like, about that gate being no, open. No thought whatsoever in that. Yeah, like the teaser at the end of the first season where Hopper's leaving shit for her in the box, which is how does he know she's out there? Right. Like I, they He's never got. Yeah, I like them teamed up though. I mean, they're great. But um, I did like how as as they progressed in the episodes, they showed how she ultimately found Hopper and Hopper found her, and they and then he sets her up in the cabin. But yeah, I feel like her getting back from being. I I mean, I thought she exploded. Uh, with the Demogorgon. Yeah. And for her to just suddenly find a hole in the wall and, and reappear, you know. Yeah, it was whatever. So I, I, I wasn't super into her subplot with her mom, like her finding her mom and the whole thing. I didn't really need the mom expanded upon. I really didn't. I get why they did the it. The fact, when they did it, I, so, so you know, she finds her mom and I guess her aunt or whatever. And then that leads her to eight. We'll talk. We'll talk episode seven. That, that's a whole. That's it. Yeah. That's a whole nother mess. But I felt like at the end, they were going to be this like super team. Like mom was going to come out of this coma and be like, cr- just amazing, you know, and just have some type of super. Like, here's my question: Is why why did they take eleven from the mom? Did they know about eleven before she was even born? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because Dr. Uh, well, I think she never had her. No, well, she ultimately had her, but it was probably cesarean or something. But No, I mean, like, and she never had custody of her whatsoever. No. I think I think they just assume that they, they're going to grab the kid and test them no matter what. But they show the mom walking around with Matthew Modine. Yeah, is he, he truly is he, the that's father what I was going to say. Yes, I thought that he don't... was. I thought he was oh. all of their dads, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I never even thought of that, yeah. if he was just the donor. So maybe he's got the mutant gene, and then he's just... Knocking them up. Putting it in there. Yeah. Testing them. That would make sense. Okay. And we haven't even touched on, we get Dr., uh, uh, I don't know what his name is, Paul Reiser. (laughs) He Um, was great. He was. I I thought, I never, the whole show, I was like waiting for him to do the whole aliens thing where, you know, fuck you guys, this is worth a certain amount of money. I thought he was going to be evil, yeah. Yeah. And then. I'm glad they didn't, though. I was fine with just like a normal reason. Mm -hmm. I liked how they were working with that department now mm-hmm. instead of like, Oh, there's an evil corporation and with the new leader thing. Ish. And like that they were kind of, cause I don't, I feel like even when they were taking will to the, uh, to the lab to get his brain test and whatnot, they weren't being completely honest with the uh, Joyce. And sure. Hopper. Yeah. No, I mean, the, I think the mom thing was stretched a little long, like her staying with the mom and the sister and the sister's just like, okay, you have powers. Talk to your mom. Yeah. Now. For them to not do anything after the fact. Like I liked how we find out what she's mumbling about and all that. Yeah, I thought that was going to be just... something that would like help her figure something out yeah. after that, rather than just you know, what happened in the past. And all it did was, well, she saw eight in her mom's vision mm-hmm. and then put on the bandana and turned on the static TV and saw eight in Chicago. And then that led us to episode seven. I'm not even ready to get to into no, episode not yet. seven yet. No. <laughs> I'm not even ready for it. I don't think we've even touched on my favorite new character and I don't know his name, but it's the, <laughs> Sounds pretty good. the kooky guy. Oh, the, the conspiracy theorist yes. reporter uh, guy. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Pull out. Yeah. 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 I think he was a good he was, addition. Yeah, I thought he was a good addition too. Yeah. It was a little creepy giving high school kids booze and then tell them to go bang. That was awesome. Yeah. Like, how come you're not banging? Like, I expected him to be like, you know, cracking the door open, like, oh, But I'm it's banging. the 80s. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I guess you could get away with I shit guess. like that. In the 80s. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, go ahead. Go bang your Is girl. Is that what the 80s were? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Girl, don't, don't mind the door. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody liked him. I did. I liked him. No, I, I, no, I did. I thought he yeah. was a good way of like having that department get exposed. 
Yeah. And, yeah. And I think he was good for kind of lightening up the show. Yeah, he was you know good I mean? comic relief. Exactly, because yeah. the show was, was so serious, uh, those first couple episodes. And you finally get to see him, you're like, oh, cool. Because Dustin was like the, the lighten up part in the first season. Yeah. 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 And, and this one, he's kind of entangled too much to yeah. be in that role. So he did a lot of that for this season. Yeah, I mean, think he was sitting in that little lawn chair at the end just... You know, That's right. waving yeah. at everyone like, ha, ah, suckers. Yeah. If we're talking, <laughs> another new character I just remembered in my notes is uh, Lucas's sister. Lucas's oh, little yeah. sister. Oh, yeah. right. Well, it's oh, his yeah. parents, it too. Awesome. Yeah. They're, they're like completely dressed, listening to soul music while they're eating breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, his, right. his little Black sister. Black family in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, I like when he asks uh, his dad for advice about how to deal with uh, Max. Yeah. And his dad's like, the girl's always right. And yeah. just like, that's all he says. Yeah. <laughs> And like that's all the advice he fucking needed. He's like, ready to go. They're taking pictures of him in the Ghostbuster outfit, and she just mouths "nerd" like right <laughs> at him. She's just such a little shit. Yeah, she was great. And he didn't want to be Winston. That was right. great. Yeah. I like that they touched on that. Like, why do I have to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally acknowledge that he's black. Right. Yeah, yeah. When Which is a real kid, argument that would happen amongst kids <laughs> for sure. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, the, well, we, we didn't even talk about Dustin finding Dart. I was immediately led to believe that that was the exact same leech thing that Will coughed up. Yeah, that's yeah. crawling around there. I don't. They never confirmed it, but I, they show the flashback. Yeah, yeah. But it's a year later. Like it went from it, that thing he coughed up to a, like a, a slug. Log. Yeah. I would think it would have grown a little larger in a Well, year. especially because of how fast it grows in the well, period that he does find them. In. Once he gets yeah. the Three Musketeers bar. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe Three Musketeers just got that extra. Got that nougat. <laughs> He's yeah. got that nougat that, that sugar. just gets it to him. Well, and, and, you know, at the end, Dart obviously remembers Dustin and almost separates himself, I'm assuming Dart's male, uh, himself from that hive mind and lets him pass. Yeah, that was a cool little thing they threw. Is, I didn't see that coming. And is Dart still alive at the end? No, it showed him like withering and dying. Did at it? The end. Yeah. Okay, because I thought it because it showed sh- the three musketeers rapper yeah. next to him, so you knew it was. I him. thought he was breathing, but I couldn't tell. I mean, I, it's TV. They could always say he didn't yeah, fully yeah. die, but you're led to believe like he died with the rest of it. Dart ate his cat. That, that was, was dark. Oh, yeah. That was fucked up. That I was about that. And then he lied to his mom. <laughs> there was a lot more dark <laughs> stuff in here than before. Like. You get a little glimpse in Billy's home life at the end, where he's smacking the his dad smacking around, and he mm-hmm. says a word I'm not allowed to say on the podcast yeah. anymore. Right? Oh, I was yeah. like, oh shit! He yeah, dropped he did. it. Yeah. He dropped. Yeah, he dropped a, a, a gay slur. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I didn't know that I, if I needed or not, was it did help Steve do his own story, which I appreciated. Because Steve and, and and Dustin paired off because they were having girl trouble, so that was a cool little thing that they put them in there, but. I didn't really need John and Nancy hooking up. I know in the first one you kind of root for it, but when she ends up with Steve at the end, I kind of liked that. I'm like, well, Steve came around and they didn't do the predictable thing mm-hmm. of like, oh, she ends up with like the baby face. Yeah, alone. and I think it makes Nancy look bad, right? Like, it, I kind of felt like, man, she just seems like she was playing both of them. Right? Yeah. So it made it, to me, I was like, man, she's kind of a little shady there, eh? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really need that. I didn't need them hooking up. It's fine in hindsight because like, Steve gets to do his own thing now and it makes him grow. But uh, It made him look kind of cool and, and accepting of it. Oh, yeah. He just, he just got done telling Dustin that, well, you know, Nancy's special. And then, you know, she comes back, she banged Jonathan. And, yeah. oh, well, that's fine, dude. Yeah, he's like whatever, you know. But it made Steve, Steve so oh, great. We're going to mm, do him cool. again later. I would have I liked Jonathan to find some other 
girl. Like when he talked mm-hmm. to that Susie and the Banshees looking chick. Oh, right. Party, you and I were watching. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, get the goth girl. Yeah, that's Absolutely. great. But <laughs> Nancy played a great drunk in that scene where she was drunk yelling at him. Yes. I've had that exact conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yep. She's awesome. No, maybe you should not have another drink. I've only had four. It's all bullshit. Uh, (laughs) Don, you ever get drunk? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? That good. That good. So then we get, yeah, we go from the Pollywog to Will the Wise. This is basically where... Will was great, too, by the way. You know what? The kid that played him. Yeah, we mm -hmm. we don't get a good grasp of him as an actor in season one. Yeah, he's gone. But yeah, his his portrayal of this you know zombie kid is amazing. Everything he did was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he that actor was really good. But so he gets the shadow monster in him, breathes him in or whatever. And so at this point now he's drawing, he's drawing cave pictures that of course Joyce is the only one that knows what it is and starts messing up her house again, taping these things all over the place. Like she's she's the ultimate puzzle master. Yeah. Regardless of what Bob comes around and does. He was great. Man, his death was gruesome, though. You knew it was coming. I mean, he's like, clearly. Uh, once he turned around and smiled or whatever, yeah. it's like, dude, don't ever turn around and smile. As soon as it was that running. slow motion turnaround. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, here comes I feel what? like Hopper kind of had an opportunity <laughs> to, like, stay there with him for a minute. But I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, I think that was, didn't. You knew he was going at that was, moment. Did, wasn't he basically mm. telling them to go? Like, yeah. just, you know, the, um, feed me to these things. I'm already dead. Well, I think. That was kind of the story arc for him because yeah. he cuts that promo like I was saying earlier, where he talks about how he never stood up, you know, to bullies and stuff. And right. this is his one moment where he is standing up. So I think that was kind of like written for that for that part. You know what I mean for that story arc? Yeah, they did. It was otherwise he would have just died right away, like uh, with Will, and it would have been. I like that his advice to Will actually is the reason the thing got absorbed into right. him too, because Will just kept running, and you think like, okay, he's gonna scare them, and you're like, oh shit. Like he gave him advice. No, I knew that was coming when he gave him the advice. Yeah. As soon as he gave Just him that advice, I was, I was like, I was like, God damn it, Bob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. That's that's damn smart it, Bob. You don't know what you're fucking And then with, when Bob. Will's running, I'm like, I'm like, watch. Here it comes. Here it comes. He stopped. Oh no. <laughs> fucking Bob. <laughs> Just like a dipshit stepdad. And this is where he turns into the spy. So after after they save Hopper from the caves. That dude's digging ability, because I would say that was Hopper, probably yeah, uh, that was a huge hole. A two-hour span? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't very long. That was a dude. I love he that. Dug a friggin' swimming because right. he's pool. a fucking man, right? right. Like, oh, absolutely. Jim right. Hopper's just a man. <laughs> like maybe you could argue, you know, it's a farm, so the soil's loose. But that was a huge asshole yeah. that he fucking still got to move that dirt. <laughs> right, right. He fucking moved that shit. He's yeah. got a lot of dead daughter rage built up inside him That's, though. He just yeah. dig a hole. Yeah, like Hopper's the man working out for that Hellboy appearance. He looks sweet. He's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I like him in the first season where you first meet him. You're like, look at this sack of shit. Mm -hmm. Like the first episode, you're like, who is this? Because he plays seedy dudes. He always has bit parts in movies, Mm -hmm. and he's always some like kind of sleazy guy. But like as you like learn more about him, like you, I fucking love this dude. He's Indiana Jones. Like he's fucking great. He's like the Jon Snow. I don't know if you don't watch Game of Thrones, but he's more or less your John. Your White trash Jon Snow. Oh, okay. Kinda. It's great. He reminded me of, uh, what's the one guy in The Walking Dead who was supposed to be like a heel at first? Uh, Daryl? Yeah. But then he's like this badass who so you end up kind of being oh, like, right. he's like the guy you end up liking the most. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how Hopper comes across to me. Like, he's presented in a way that's kind of dislikable at first. And then over time, you're like, no, nah, this dude's fucking sweet. You know what I mean? 
That's it, I'm telling you, like it. I took me a while to get on the Game of Thrones train, but they are perfect for that because the first season, the people you see as like villains and like irredeemable are like your favorites. By the way, and they change. They they don't change their character. They're just really good at like you get to understand the character more, and you're like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like Hopper, like yeah. especially by the last episode. Of the first season with Hopper and the daughter, the scene where they're bringing Will back to life, and it's going b- between that and his daughter oh, dying. That's right. Yeah. Well, like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go into episode seven and then end it with the positive Stephen. Well, Dustin, before probably. we get there, yeah. this is where Will is the spy. They save Hopper, and then Will lures all of the Hawkins Labs dude to that center area where then we find out that there's more of those demi dogs than just Dart. And basically just obliterates them. That's mm-hmm. what leads to Bob getting whacked. Because yeah. uh, um, they're trying to get Will out of there blindfolded so he doesn't know where he's at. They determine that he's a spy for that hive mind. Yeah. Um, but then Bob dies and it drops off and we go into episode seven. Yeah. Is that where we saw like all the dogs and shit swarming was like the way six ended? Because it ended on a cliffhanger of, like, shit was just about to build, and then Seven just... Yeah, Seven was a completely different episode. And I'm usually all for, like, a big side arc, like a side character episode, but fuck, dude. (laughs) This was so bad. Are we ready to talk about Seven? I was trying to remember what Seven was, but now I know. You know. Seven's the whole Chicago story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, this... It wasn't bad because it was a side story. The placing fucked the pacing up for sure, but... Mm -hmm. And it's cool that they did something outside of Hawkins, but this was the worst written sack of shit. It, I, it, what it was, I mean, it was her going to Yoda and Dagobah. Yeah, or and Professor X. Like, I was thinking X Men, and I would—that's what I was worried about. Is I didn't want it to be just a bunch of these mutant kids out there everywhere. It wasn't, but it was really—it was like a bunch of Ninja Turtles thugs. Yeah. Like they were so poorly right, written. Right. They were so bad. Yeah, I think the 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 rest of the gang. At first, I was wondering, okay, are they you know six seven. And ten or nine nah, or whatever, they're nothing. They were just your typical '80s gang character. You had mm. Mohawk dude, mm-hmm. and then the kind of grungy, dirty girl that who's still kind of childlike. Oh, and then uh, who was the big Jack Black? That dude? was Kai Green. I think he was a he was a Mister Olympia competitor. He may yeah. have even won it at one point. He was like the big teddy bear. Yeah, the crew. What, what was mm-hmm. it? Funshine was his name. <laughs> was it? Yeah, <laughs> that's bad. Write down. It was fucking bad. But yeah, they were all you know. Your kind of stereotypical characters in, mm-hmm. a, in an and they did that movie. like this is so and so, and this yeah. is Funshine. Yeah. Oh, you do it like this is blah blah blah. And they did that shot where she's sitting there and they're all in like the same frame, like facing her while they're talking. Like it's just like she just walked in on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, it was real rough. But like the point of the episode was like Eleven's miserable with Hopper and like, but then realizes like, oh, this is not the way. And like, dude, that that punk rock Eleven suit up scene was so fucking cheesy. <laughs> Yeah. With the dark eyeshadow, yeah. and they gave her a little outfit. Oh my god, I was just like cringing the whole fucking. Really, thing. I didn't mind that because it's like the whole series is kind of throwback to the '80s, and that's the '80s go-to. You know what I mean? Like yeah. montage, here it comes. You know what I mean? Like I guess I think just the whole episode felt like a really bad X-Men cartoon. I, I have to rewatch it, but were they painting her up to a Tears for Fears song? Uh, I wanted. Was it Cherry Bomb, or did I imagine Cherry Bomb in there? I don't remember. I remember the music, like that montage being the only kind of funny part of it. Yeah. Not necessarily. Because, I don't know if that uh, was intent, intentional, but. 
Tears of Fears on their Instagram yesterday or today posted a, a picture of Eleven in her, you know, with the eye makeup and, and her hair slicked back and says basically, listens to her first Tears for Fears song, changes, you know, changes her look or something. That's good. I like the, the point of it. I understand the purpose of it to spin Eleven off and to, you know, like, and that scene where she's trying to move the, is it a truck? A train. A train. Train mm-hmm. car. That was, I took it and I was talking to Rick on Facebook. I'm like, that is the exact same scene from X-Men First Class where Professor Xavier is telling Magneto to use his rage to move the satellite dish. And I went and watched the scene. Like, it's the exact same scene. Like, uh, entirely. And Star Wars. and Well, um, it was sort of using your rage. Yeah. But they did, I mean, a couple other nods I saw to... Yoda Dagobah was, she has visions of Hopper and Mike being under siege at the Hawkins lab. So that's, you know, Luke seeing Han and Leia in Cloud City. And then when Matthew Modine shows up, that's Vader in the tree, basically. She has to confront confront Uh, her fear and, you know, get out of my head. And and it's really just eight fucking with her head, but she blocks it out. I did like that eight had a different... Like a different power. I mean, it's still mind related. Yeah. But it was, I make things show up in people's minds. So you go back to the first episode when they're when they're being chased by right. the police and that bridge collapses or whatever. That obviously didn't truly happen. Mm. I didn't, I'm glad they didn't make Matthew Modine still alive because his screen, his death wasn't on screen. I'm like, I don't really need him to still be around. He wasn't very important to the show. He was I was the wondering of- if, because they never did show him die. Yeah, and I was afraid this was going to lead into him showing up. I'm like, I don't need him. He wasn't particularly great. He wasn't super... He was the head of the department, but he wasn't... I don't need him to be around. He wasn't very pivotal. I don't like the voice he uses for that character. It's real weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's real weird. Yeah. I don't like it. You know, you like that? I don't know if I remember it. <laughs> I know oh, what you it's mean. It's real... I don't like it. You nailed it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she goes and she goes and robs a uh, convenience store with them and that's where she determines that oh no the police are chasing them yeah mm-hmm. something like that does she throw a vehicle at them? they want didn't they want her to kill somebody or something or yeah that was in that when they were hunted down that guy yeah. oh right that was right. where it shifted yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. Totally forgot about that. that's right they yeah. wanted her to yeah, kill the lab the gun out of the yeah. they're yeah. going after the hawkins lab and there's like yeah. Hurt's daughter's yeah, home and yeah, yeah. right i forgot about that yeah I mean, I get the point of it. I don't know if I needed... I think if they had taken that subplot and stretched that out through a few episodes, cut the mom shit in half, have her leave mom and find this girl earlier, and then there's like a couple minutes at a time, instead of one solid episode of it, it would have been fine. Right. I mean, in what, nine nine episodes? How many was it? Nine. Nine Yeah, I mean, you don't need a whole episode of that right at the end. And the whole time I was thinking there was eight. So I'm like, okay, they're spending a whole episode here. And then we'll get into episode eight. But I thought it ended at eight. And then so you thought you had a shitty cliffhanger. I'm like, that's how they're ending fucking season two? Was basically <laughs> 11 showing up and saying hi to Mike? Yeah. And then nine started. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Nine, <laughs> and I will say that was the awesome payoff. Like, the last two episodes were great. And I, the snowball was perfect. Like, that's the ending you wanted in the first season that you didn't get. I, I just think that episode seven, if they were going to do that, if they were so set on doing that, it needed to happen sooner. You know what I mean? Like, it needed to happen yeah. sooner so mm-hmm. they could build it back up to where it was. Do that in, like, Cause four. Because it, it was just so randomly placed. It was just out of nowhere. They could have done it in bits instead of the cabin stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. she was in the cabin learning her, because, you know, we lear- we come to see her figure out that she can turn a TV to static and put a blindfold on, and then she can enter that part of her mind that she used to need, you know, whatever the salt Isolation. Or all that. Yeah. 
So obviously she's learning things in the cabin by herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt like she could have just they they could have done that that in each episode instead of uh, one full episode. And they filmed it differently, and it, yeah, it, it felt like completely seems, off. It yeah. felt like there was a different writer and director. Like I I don't think it was, but it, once once they determined once they kind of showed that it was in Chicago, it just seemed. Like I don't know, it just seemed like the coloring of it was different. The, just, everything it was. about it was just different. Yeah, I was. I, that's one of the ones where the entire time I was like, "What?" And it's yeah. not so much it was different. I was like, "This isn't the way these people would react." Like a lot of the character stuff, like with Eleven too. It's just like this just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's a universally hated. I think I saw on the yeah. internet. Yeah, thing. it was. People were not thrilled with that one. I, I mean, I kind of felt the whole show. You know, it wasn't the first season. The first season was so good and came out of nowhere, and you watched it and you were just blown away. And I and I was expecting something like that through this whole thing. And it was first season was more consistent. Well, and it was also con- just emotionally, it didn't have like that Spielberg esque feel to it. You know I mean, it had the storylines there, but it didn't have like the kids coming together. Like, you know what I mean? It didn't have that feeling which you had in the first season. It didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't need. A few different romance. There was like three or four love interest stories going on. It, it was I a, didn't a need bun- It seemed like everyone splintered. Yeah, it was yeah, it was, dis- it was disjointed. I didn't yeah. need that. And that's typical of a lot of sequels. Everyone splinters off into their own adventures. Sure. We've established them as a group. Okay, they need to go do their own thing. There were, and then they come back together at the end. There were a lot of callback jokes that I was like a little bit groan worthy. Like, okay, yeah, you got egos. I fucking get it. Yeah. You know, like, or like, yeah, there was some stuff where I was like, okay, yeah, this is his thing. No, the snowball was a great payoff. I think that finally like gave you, like I said, the ending you wanted. Like Nancy dancing with D- Dustin was cool, and of course, like like I said, the Steve Dustin relationship. It could have easily been gimmicky, but it was like so organic where you're like, I just it just worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dustin's hair at the end was, was uh, who's the kid that from? Was awesome. um, was it? Six, I think it's Sixteen Candles. Ducky. Yeah, was uh, it, it was Pretty a, in Pink. Yeah, Pretty in Pink. Uh, yeah, was yeah. It, yeah. Ducky's hair or yeah. whatever. Yeah. The Farrah Fawcett spray. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> Just need like three or four pumps of that. Dustin, and Dustin, I will say Dustin and his mom were great too. Yeah. Well, that, mm-hmm. That's what was good about this season is you got to see their families. Because mm-hmm. before you just saw Joyce and yeah. what was the brother's name? Will's brother. Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't really get to see anyone else's family mm-hmm. in the first season. So yeah. it was kind of nice that they introduced the other kids' families. You know what they didn't have? We did in the first season, we did have Nancy and Will's Mike. Mike, yeah. Nancy and Mike's parents and how kind of just... What a dipshit the dad yeah, is. Yeah, they're just well, they're both just like, whatever our kids do, whatever, fuck them. Um, but there was a little girl in that movie that in the first yeah. season that was really cute. Yeah, she was and just oblivious to She everything. wasn't in the second season at all. She was for a second. Yeah, oh, she really? was, yeah. Yeah, but not very much. I, saw, I remember seeing her in like one scene. But we meet Barb's parents and they're clearly oh, like oh, fat yeah. That was fucking sad. Yeah. Oh. They're eating, yeah, they had the KFC. No, the KFC. Yeah. Yeah, that was really... And that, I like that that was the catalyst for Nancy to be like, okay, like, we got to get yeah. this out here. Right, they're eating KFC. It's time. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Selling the house to pay for a private investigator. Uh, yeah, well, and, and, yeah. and everybody in the first in the first season is basically told not to talk about this. Um, this all has to do with some Russian child spy. Right. And... 1983-84 that's a big deal mm. you know that's that's uh isis now yeah you know it'd be the same thing the russians would have a child spy back absolutely then too. absolutely it's exactly the kind of commies mm. they would have that kind those of shit damn commies <laughs> yeah, those reds <laughs> the one thing with the snowball 
I fully expected some type of like Carrie esque ending, like Eleven just losing her mind and just because she had that jealousy towards Max. Like that jealousy is what mm. what she channeled to move that. Oh yeah, that deal yeah. and what she channeled to kill to close the gate up. Yeah, I which did again, not love I that thought at the time. Which again, I thought was just a little too cheesy. Like, yeah, yeah like I don't that. like the like the misunderstanding. Like, I'm not going to ask about this. I'm just going to run away, kind of thing. Don't yeah. need that anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's drama. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> I mean, that kind of lends us. I'm trying to trying to think anything that we haven't touched on. I mean, what was your just overall thoughts of season compared to season one? What were you expecting and didn't get? I don't know about what I was expecting and didn't get. I was expecting to not like it as much. Just because I liked the first season so much, I didn't think it was going to meet my expectations at all. But, I mean, I did. Like, I ended up liking it a lot. And, I mean, I think a lot of that is really because of the characters. You know, a lot of they developed some, some good, good characters, in my opinion. Like Steve, with that hair, to end up being somebody that I liked in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Like, he was, just set up to, yeah, <laughs> he was just set up for you to hate him, like, the whole time. You know, but he, he totally redeemed himself, and I love that guy now. Yeah, it's Max's brother's name. Billy? Oh, Billy. Billy. Yeah. So Greasy I think Rob Lowe. I yeah, oh, yeah. I actually liked Greasy Rob Lowe. Well, and you, I liked you like him. dirty looking guys I though. Do. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked Dina. him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I liked him even more after you kind of you saw a little glimpse into what he deals with and you just you kind of feel bad for him. Like I mean, it's but he no, never it's, did anything. I mean, he still nice tried to run anybody. kids off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was just, you know, he's just. You're full, right. He was. You're right. His angst. dad beat him, so it's okay to murder children. He I don't know. Gonna, he was. He, he. I would call his bluff. I would totally call his bluff. He's you're about playing. to make me say a word I'm know. banned from saying. I mean, Viv, I'm going to make this real snippable. I've been called a faggot a lot in my life. I never tried to run three kids over with my car. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I felt bad for him. I like him. But you can feel bad for him, but you still did not do anything redeemable. At all. He never redeemed himself because no. then, as Steve is about to help this crew out, they get in a fight and he's beating the. Sh- I, I gotta mention, dude, the, Steve the, took a beating. The oh, makeup yeah. they put on Steve and Billy after that fight, yeah, it's like good. Steve looked like that was like Rocky Two shit. Mm-hmm. That looked good. Okay, yeah, he took. He fucking got. But Dad Steve is a thing going around, I guess. Like hashtag Dad Steve. Because he totally takes the fatherly role. Like right. he's watching the kids. He's, oh, yeah. Man, yeah. he's a badass in this one. He yeah. fucking whips that bat out like. He's going toe-to-toe with those guys more than... Actually, he fought those monsters off, like, hand-to-hand. Nobody else did. Mm-hmm. Everybody else had guns. Steve right. just whooping them with that nail bat. What? Still with that but, guy? Okay. I just feel bad. He's got emotional issues. Well, you can feel issues. bad for him, but... He'll make a baby face turn in the next season if they do it next yeah, season. Yeah, and look at the... He laid on the charm with, with uh, Mike's... Was it Mike's mom? Because they wanted to Mike's bang. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she just got out of the out of the uh, tub <laughs> with the Harlequin romance or whatever. Yeah, yeah. she was... <laughs> so he redeemed himself by ready. almost banging that guy's mom. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice on the cover? The, yeah, it looked just like him. Yeah, yeah. the guy. Oh. He looked like the guy on yeah. the cover, and she looked like the yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny little. So nod. that was that's how he redeemed himself. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, that'll redeem him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. He was dirty and good. And for some reason, I don't know if it's because he kind of looked like Heath Ledger or his accent, but oh. I kept thinking he's Australian or New Zealand, and he is, he is, he is New Australian. Zealand. Oh, New yeah. Zealand? Okay. Yeah, someone, one, yeah. I guess he was the Red Ranger in that Power Rangers movie that came out. Yes, he was. I did uh, not see it. You know wow, that? you know. Because I watched the Beyond Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Did anyone I did else too. Watch that? Yeah, okay. I watched that. Yeah. I was there. I didn't actually, watch all of them. Oh. And I actually, watched all of them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched any of those yet. It helped me like some of the things I didn't initially like. I don't remember the specifics, but I know them explaining certain things made me change my mind about a few things I initially wasn't into. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I ended up liking Dirty Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. wow. <laughs> All right. 
This is why we don't. Home? Well, there's, there's very few times in my life that a girl says something that made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't have women on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right. One and done. One and done. Hey. Hello. At least you didn't break anything, to be what's fair. The, hey, well. Yet. <laughs> Yet. What's the, pin, what's the pincer? Oh, the pincher story? Pincher. <sighs> um, do you want me to tell it? And I'll tell it as, as generic as possible, uh, and then you can jump in. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I'll tell the truth after this, by the way. <laughs> Lou and Don are at, at a, uh, a social event, and it's a social event of, that Lou's involved in, and, and Don is his date, okay? There's a, another girl there that's, that's, you know, friendly with Lou, friendly with other people, whatever. Uh-oh. But she's progressively getting drunker and drunker mm-hmm. and progressively getting... It's not hitting. I would say she was consistently drunk the whole time, but yeah. progressively handsy. Um, yeah, she was getting grabby with Lou, and yeah. you know, kind of just you know, she was crossing some lines. Yeah. Yes. All right. So. I, yeah. There were lines that were being crossed that That's what I, said. I yes, and I said in a very calm fashion that you need to take care of this, or I'm going to mm. to Lou. I don't know yes. if I remember this is that. Don to Lou. Uh, three times. Okay. One, two, three. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, so that was said. <laughs> so apparently that was said three times. <laughs> One, two, three. And, you know, I, I wasn't there. I've only heard the story, but. Okay. All right. <laughs> so to make a long story short, when I've repeatedly watched someone be handsy with someone that I'm dating that puts her arms around him from behind and nuzzles Ooh. her nose into his neck and Whoa. tells him he smells so good. Ooh. And I, I, and I just. Were you smelling good, Luke? Yeah, I smell pretty he good. He did smell okay. good. He smelled like clean laundry. <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, good for you, Luke. Yeah. And so those—that's just one of of several things. What else did she do to him? There were there were some grinding mm-hmm. from behind. What else? Where's your <laughs> hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put your hand on the mute. What kind of grind? And uh, anyway, so I I had several times told Lou, hey, you need to take care of this, or I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I had like little scenarios running through my head, and I was trying to think of the classiest way to oh, take yeah. care of it. You know, after the last time that she had got handsy, I just thought, you know what, I will take care of this by grabbing her in back of the arm and pinching as hard as I could and telling her it was inappropriate. Holy shit. In a in a very nice. She grabbed a handful of that hurts. Arm, by the and way, Dawn has very strong hands. She, 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 <laughs> I know yeah. that move. Like she, that's a horrible. She grabbed some tricep and. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I just told her that that was enough. Yeah. And that was that. And she didn't. Did you do that? So you grabbed her and said, "This is inappropriate." Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I did hear from somebody that worked with her that she showed them the bruise and it looked like she got hit in the arm with a softball. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she left her mark. Yeah. Yep. And then when we said goodbye, because Lou was like, I no, think it's you, time you to go. Say, you, left. you said goodbye because I said, you should say goodbye to her. And I was standing right next to you and you said goodbye. And I said, it was not nice meeting you. And then we left. I like Don. <laughs> oh, no, Don's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that Put that good crab claw on. And you've <laughs> never met this woman in your life. No. I, and you just like, that's something like a girlfriend or a mom, like the pinch the back of the tricep. Oh. That's an intimate disciplinary move that you did on a stranger. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. My mom did that same exact move at a Sweden house or whatever. I, you know, where it's like a buffet line and I yeah. think I grabbed a couple extra chunks of cheese or something and when I grabbed them, like all of a sudden 
my arm stopped moving because she had yeah. a, she had a handful of skin somewhere and my hand just went and just let go of everything. Yeah. Is that and why you eat so much cheese now? I love cheese, dude. Yeah, that's it. There's no one pinching his arm to stop him. Yeah. No. But we <laughs> all have because no sometimes limit. he still feels Don's it. Don's half Italian, so that could be an Italian mom. Your mom's it is. Italian? Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom and dad, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's an Italian thing. Yeah. thing. That's the yeah. only pinch, though, because usually you just want to fight people, but that was, I think, the only pinch. That, that was the only pinch. Had. Normally, I shove. No, that's more satisfying, because I always say, like, I don't know if you've ever open-hand smacked another grown man in the face, but it is so <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> it is so sad. You know what they do? Nothing. <laughs> they are so shocked that you smacked them in the face. They just stand. It's, it's a much better power move than actually, like, fighting somebody. Ooh, I'll have to remember that for the next show we're at. Yeah, just open hand smack a guy in the face. <laughs> don't assault anybody. Wait, don't so, don't battery anybody. That'd be battery, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe don't for all intents. Don't, don't. Yes. No. I. Yeah. But for story purposes, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny. Right. Before, yeah, before you're invited back on the podcast, you need another story. No, yeah. I can do that. Okay. So, all right. So we've kind of covered Stranger Things, scary movies. I know this is, uh, yeah, this is a big topic for Don, and I know hybrid the same. 2017, what, we, obviously It was a huge hit. Yeah. What yeah. else? Because I know you guys watch some, you know, I'll just call them like indie movies. Um, I don't know so much of anything really this year, but last year I think a pretty solid uh, scary movie was It Follows. Was so, that last year? That, that was last year. Mm-hmm. Wait, or... No, that was a couple years. Was it? No, I think it was 2016. It's recent enough. It was, yeah, yeah it was recent enough. enough. The past two years. I, I sure. guess it's the most recent one that has made an impact on me as yeah. far as a solid... Well, like, when was The Conjuring that two? Was, that was be- two. for that. I don't know about that. I think so. That one was scary, too. I know that one affected you. It affected you too. Yeah, affected you run down the hallway because. What do you mean it affected you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you, what do you hey, go ahead. You guys, you guys are gonna have to elaborate a little bit here. You went running down the hallway from a movie. So uh, okay, I think hallways in general are scary. Sure. Like if you're ever walking down a hallway or like turning into a room and you have the hallway kind of in your peripheral, like I'm always picturing stuff like standing down there. Yeah. And in The Conjuring, there was a scene with that that was probably one of the scariest like images I think I've ever seen. It Follows was 2014. The Conjuring 2 was 2016. Oh, jeez. Oh, right, I was off. Shut up, Lou. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Everett, so what do you think? You guys didn't see it, but he, she, he's got that pinch going. Right. <laughs> right. No, no he's, he's, he's holding his tricep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doing the hugging. Have you seen, uh, I liked VHS. It came out a while ago. I love that one. I was, it was hit or miss for me. I saw a cheesy horror film. I normally I don't really get into like the horror comedy genre too much. I think it's it's a little easy. But there's this one called Deathgasm that's on... Uh, I've heard of this. It's, it's about like a metal band and they're dealing with just this chaos. And that one I thought was... For a horror comedy, I thought it was really good. It's on Netflix if you want to watch. I it. was intrigued I need to by watch it. that. Yeah, and in, in regards to the movie It, though, I I was indifferent on it. Really, I thought it was the kids were good, mm-hmm. but I maybe just because I love the old miniseries so much that I just felt like that I wanted to see more of the kids interacting. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily the clown. I thought the the guy who played the, the I forget his name. The guy who played the clown, he did a a good job with the Pennywise oh, and making yeah. him different. Creepy. Yeah. Without thought, being generically creepy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things that the clown did that were just silly, but that's not on him. That, that's what they wrote him to do. Like that weird dance scene at the end. When the, yeah. I was like, I was like, that didn't need to happen. Overall, it was still good. I just, I don't think I left it thinking it was as good as other people did. And I just saw the new Saw remake too. Jigsaw. Or the, not remake, but the, yeah. Prequel Jigsaw. or something? Is it a prequel? 
actually, if you go through the storyline, it kind of is a prequel in many ways. They don't let you know it's a prequel until the end. So spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so it's it's like you That's think it's like a modern thing where the uh, Jigsaw guy's still alive after all this years, and then you find out it kind of, this is all like an old story that happened beforehand. Okay. So it's That's cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's good for what Saw is, but I'm not too into the Saw series in general because I find it just the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's hey, a, look at this new contraption. Let's see a, if they can yeah. get out I've of this. I've only seen the first two. It's kind of gimmick-driven. Right. Yeah. And, and so like I get annoyed with it. But um, So if you like the Saw series, you'll like it. And it's got their little twisty end on it, so you'll like it if you like that shit. <sighs> I, I just don't care for Saw in general, so I was like, ah, okay, all right. <laughs> you know, like like it's like whatever to me, but but I just seen that like uh, a week ago in theater. So anything coming out in 2018 or that you're looking forward to? Mm, no, yeah, I can't really think stuff. of anything that I'm. Anybody see Boo a Medea Halloween too? <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. It was yeah. like number one for a minute. I believe it. DVD Ma- rentals. <laughs> I believe it. Medea is to black people what Ernest was to white people. Oh, totally. <laughs> I fucking love Ernest. Good. What are you going to say, Lou? What do you got, Lou? I was trying to think if I liked Ernest or not. I oh. I did. Uh, um, you last you year didn't had, hate him if you think about last it. Last year we had Hybrid right, on right, here right. and when we went deep into Ernest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ernest Halloween. I was about that Ernest life, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I've seen them all. Uh, but Gerald's Game, which isn't necessarily oh. horror, but... Yeah, kind of. Better than I thought and more disturbing than I Gerald's expected. Gerald's Game? It. Yeah. yeah. It's Stephen a Steve, King Stephen book. King book. Oh. Oh, that's on Netflix, Netflix now, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a made-for-Netflix movie, I think. The more realistic something, like, I don't know if you've... Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's an old one, but it's great. Fucking dark. Because it's literally... There's almost no plot. It's Michael Rooker, actually. Mm -hmm. This actually Mm. stopped him from getting work for a long time because it was so dark. He thought it was going to skyrocket him, but it's, like, just a raw... There's, like, no music, and it's him, basically, just this fucked-up serial killer and his cousin, who actually was House of a Thousand Corpses, the clown guy... Captain Spaulding? Captain Spaulding. Yeah, that's he's in it when he was in the early 80s, I think. I would think. That movie's fucked because it's just these dudes are doing horrible crimes for no reason. There's like this rape murder scene that's just, I'm not even going to describe, that like I never want to see again. It's, yeah, it's bad. That it's sounds wrong. like more of a Dawn movie. Yeah, I've seen it. Have you? Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. There's the one you were talking about that you wouldn't even finish watching with the girl that would, they had like kidnapped. Oh, I forgot the name of that one. Yeah, that was pretty... Pretty yeah, funny. but there's ones that are just like not. I don't know how they would be fun or entertaining or. It's a different thing. I don't know. Yeah. They're just, just you just want to be creeped out for two hours. What's uh, the deal? Just, it's just you know like the disturbing factor, like the the movie that Lou's talking about. I can't quite remember the name of it, but it's about this girl that gets kidnapped and what her captors do to her. Oh, it's almost like Funny Games was kind of like that yeah. too. Yes, Funny yeah. Games was just all psychological torture. Yeah, but, the, but this was this was beyond that. Yeah, this yeah. physical. This was like um. The, this a Serbian movie. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I've seen those lists of these. Like, That's yeah. yes. Okay. I've seen every movie. <laughs> every You've one of those on this. Yeah, I've seen a Serbian film. Okay. I've seen. Uh, I, we talked about it. I think last year, uh, Cannibal Holocaust is one that messed me up. Yes. Uh, because they really kill the animals. Yeah, so, like, really. Yeah. So, like, when you see the animals kill, get killed, yeah. it's like they're really being killed on screen. Yeah, wow. that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch. That yeah, movie. that one messes you up because it sticks with you visually. Like yeah. it sticks with you. But it, what, it, what it does, though, is it's very effective in making you uh, buy into the fact that this c- crazy tribe of cannibals is really raping and doing this to them. 
because you really do believe it after you see animals really get killed. Right. <laughs> you're, you're pretty bought in at that point. Yeah. 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 No, well, no. that's the one where the guy had to like go to court to prove that it was. Yeah, that fake, it was. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it was, it was banned for a long time. So I mean, I've seen all those movies. I watched them and just out of pure curiosity almost. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like, okay, people say this is twisted. Let's see how twisted this is going to get. Right. Yeah. So then I'm assuming you saw Antichrist? I, I'm not sure. What is with, that one? With Willem Dafoe? This sounds super familiar, but I'm not oh. drawing a blank. Tell yeah, me. I yeah, I don't this, know. Wait, he played <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love William Defoe, well. so let's, it's, let's hear it. It's a, if you're a man and you have a penis, you don't want to watch it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about <laughs> so, that yeah, one. Either or. Or both. I don't know. <laughs> a, B. Yeah. All right, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So th- clearly there's a scene <laughs> of, of a man, Castration, with, man yeah. without a mm. penis. Okay. It's Is rough. It... It's a rough watch. It's a real rough watch. <laughs> I don't want to get into okay, it. No, it it All really right. it, that one made me feel pukey after watching it. One of the only movies like that that have made me feel like I might be sick. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. honestly, yeah. I don't want to. Sounds about. pretty good. Yeah. Anything else you guys are looking forward to? I mean, we uh, we uh, always sit around and talk about superhero movies. So I'm looking forward to, and I don't know if they're having another season of Black Mirror. Oh, oh yeah, yes. they are. Yeah, they're gonna have a four. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we did a whole episode on. Yeah. Well, no, half of the whole episode on San Junipero, which yeah. is like the I still haven't episode. watched yeah. the last episode. Have you seen that, Chris? San Junipero was so. I have good. not caught any of Black Mirror. Oh. You, it's good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Weren't they gonna make a whole season on San Junipero? Supposedly, I'm not sure if that's okay. true or not. Uh, not I heard White Black Rabbit Mirror, too. But... I heard they're gonna do a White Rabbit sequel. Okay. To that episode. What is that other? There's a Netflix show on right now. Uh, uh, Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Yeah, I wanted, Mind Eraser. The, I've heard good things the, about that. Yeah, Fincher. Fincher. Yeah. yeah. Have you started watching that? No, I oh. I wanted to. But yeah, that's that's listed as the top show to watch right now. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I yeah. heard the first few episodes were pretty rough to get through, like oh. just not really engaging. But it gets really. That's kind of the case with a lot yeah. of series. You, you got to give it three episodes. Right. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. I, I, and I think, like I was saying about Stranger Things, it's like they're laying the groundwork yeah. for what's going to happen later. So those those first episodes are just expanded upon exposition with plot points and make it interesting enough. Right. You know what I mean? So I always find that is yeah, just exposition. They're just trying to give you the who, what, where, what's about to happen. Right? I think that's why seven also didn't work like you said before, is like it just got going at its apex they like, dude, he took so long to get to this point of building it up, and now we got this stinker. It's that slap across the face. Yeah, absolutely. The this? Yeah. blue ball in me. Right. I fucking don't like it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what, that's something I want to start watching. I, I'm assuming it's only I heard it's good. Episodes. Mindhunter, yeah, I've heard several people tell me that it's good. But that's Game of Thrones is the same thing. I watched the first episode two or three times. I'm like, okay, whatever. And when I finally like got going, and oh, man. How long do we have to the next season of Game of Thrones? Two years. Two, okay. Yeah. I, they're long filming long. it right now. All right, I will set a goal to have I watched, to be caught up by then. Yeah. I watched it all in like two months. Does anyone watch Westworld? I anyone? need to start that too. Yeah. I, I've watched one episode because I had a, uh, what was that, one of those free subscriptions for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, people talk about this. I'll, I'll watch it. I, I liked it, but I just, I never That's got a, my subscription. <laughs> so. Yeah, I dropped my HBO. So uh, what are we looking forward to? Uh, obviously, they're going to have a season three of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're gonna have a sequel to it, obviously, which is gonna be the adults, which makes sense the way they did the timing mm-hmm. with the years um, apart. I thought was smart. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, that's coming out next year. Thor just came out, and yes. that looks really good. Everyone's been talking about how good. people are saying it's honestly the best superhero movie ever made. That's always up for debate. I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about it yet. Hmm. But my parents went and saw Thor of all people, and they they loved it. My parents have no you know context of 
comics or anything like that, and they saw it and they were like, "It was so good." Yeah, I love <laughs> I that like, director. That's good. You know, what I mean, that that's really good. You know, if you can get the audience that's not necessarily caught up to speed. Who's the director? Taika Waititi. He did. He wrote. Flight of the Concords, hmm. What We Do in the Shadows, that vampire oh, yeah. mockumentary. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was the lead vampire in that. He was like the dandy fop guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one called Hunt for the Wilder People with Sam Neill in it. It's supposed to be hmm. awesome. I guess that's a real... I think it won an award. Wasn't he writing a series of Black Panther books, too? I think so. I think the, the latest run of Black Panther Maybe. was that. Him. Yeah. yeah, it's from New Zealand too, actually. Okay, well that's promising then. Because even yeah. like Wonder Woman, I heard so much about oh. that. It maybe got overhyped, but I mean it was okay, but... Oh, I liked I think it, it was a lot. A, but I, after, I saw it right away. Too, right. So. But I think people probably liked it because it was the first good DC movie in a while. That's a mm. big part of it, yeah, too. Yeah, because DC has had some You're ready shit. to get... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Justice League can Justice, go either way. Justice League comes out yeah. in a few weeks here. It's a giant we'll wild card. Yeah. That one right there. Yeah, no, I, I really liked Wonder Woman. I, 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 yeah, I, didn't, I, I mean, didn't. I liked it. I, I definitely liked it. I had a positive view of it, but right. I just heard so much about how it was such an amazing movie, you know, even if we're not a superhero movie. And I liked it, but I don't know that I go that far. That's yeah. why I like to see him right away, though. Right. So my judgment isn't clouded by right. hearing Because yeah. you hear from thing. too many people how awesome it is, and yeah, you're... I but I think what, something what makes Wonder Woman even better is, you know, after seeing it, is how cool Gal Gadot is. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just a normal person who... Got this cool role. Yeah, totally normal person. And, well, normal ish. She's hot. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, she just, there's nothing douchey about her. No, right. she was right, in the right, mil- right. Israeli military because yeah. I think they mm-hmm. don't you have to enlist when you're like 18 years old? You Seems, have to spend a certain yeah. amount of time. So, like, yeah, she's cool. Learn that crop, my guy. Yeah. Probably kills people. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's good. She's definitely a cool people. Yeah. yeah. Back to Stranger Things. In movies, I guess. Stranger Things 3. What do we. Anticipating there, they threw uh, a Demogorgon into the freezer. I almost, Gotta be more of the kids. Right? I almost don't even want it. Like really? I felt like I had the ending I wanted, and I feel I don't know. I do, and I don't. You know what I mean? Like this is the perfect ending. You know, I don't need to stay with them their whole lives. I'd rather imagine what the rest of their lives are like from this point. Well, I think they said four seasons. That's what four. I heard. Four. Yeah, I heard definitely three and probably four. It's so got to be a decent time. So jump. they go they to gotta college. Be, they've got to be in high school. I don't know. They, yeah. they need to expand on the others. I think I, I, yeah. I liked your whole thing about how it would have been cool for every episode to introduce mm-hmm. one through. Ten. That would have been. What are you gonna get? Yeah. You're gonna get like one kid that can start fires, another kid that like. I don't know. I mean, what moves is time. Suicide. You might write yourself you know? into a corner by having that because yeah. like one that shit. Now I have to explain eight, you know, nine other. Yeah, I think if they just had at least one other one for the next season, I think mm-hmm. you could probably build a few stories around that. Even make that person. He's the heel. The heel. Yeah. yeah. He killed the all the guy. other ones. Uh, He's like yeah, the Highlander. So, so there could be. You know, a lot of ways to do that. For season three, I, I, I'm with what uh, he just said. I would like to see more interaction with the kids. I want to see the kids back together. You know what I mean? I don't want them yeah. to split off into their own story arcs so much. I want them together and then building their stories between them. And then, of course, you want to see more of the characters that we just met and this and that. So, yeah, I don't know. That's. I think that was my problem with some of the new characters is those two felt like it was just an introduction that they're going to get to in another season. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you, they didn't grow at all. They served no purpose. It seems like, oh, we're throwing these guys in here to use them next season is what it felt like for yeah. the brother and sister. Oh, yeah, dirty boy. Yeah, I mean, they can go pretty much any direction, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like we, we like the characters enough so that the supernatural stuff doesn't even have to be the focus. That's I what I think. mean. Like, that, that, could, that could happen, you know? Hmm. Totally. That, yeah. And that's what I thought was what made season one so good is the fact that that was going on, but it was kind of about the characters coming together. This one, there was really more story based. I mean, so I would like to see it go back to still have that as kind of the underlying 
yeah. theme, you know, something else is going on. Because with the upside down, you can literally create anything. Mm-hmm. And that's your new thing that they have to deal with. They obviously didn't kill it, whatever it was. They right. just shut the door. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I think I'm worried that, and this was my fear for this season, is they were going to feel pressure to kill off main characters just to do it. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, is Steve going to fucking... The whole time I thought they were going to kill Steve. Right. I'm like, dude, do you have to, are you going to kill Steve just to kill him? Because that ruins my appreciation mm-hmm. for like his whole... You know, so some of that bothers me. But... You like Steve as much as she likes Billy. I do. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I love Steve. I'm did, a Steve guy. Did they yeah. Did they kind of overdo Steve and the Ray-Bans, the Risky Business look? Though I... Well, that was I, I a costume say, at the Halloween party. Yeah, it seemed like that was his costume in life. Like, okay, <laughs> Risky Business came out, and then now I'm going to wear these Ray-Bans. They definitely tried to make his own brand. Yes. They tried to brand Steve a little yeah, bit. It was always the, with yeah. the side shot. Yeah, they yeah. did. Definitely, oh, whatever. Fuck it. it was, no, he's a good-looking guy. But um, I like how cocky Dustin was now that he has teeth. Like, yeah. he gets some teeth, and he's cocky. Check out these pearls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, it was fun. I did, I will give Billy this. When they were playing basketball, you know, he took him down, then he leaned into him and said, you know, you're setting your feet, blah, blah, blah. I, at that point, anticipated them teaming up and, you know, redeeming him in some way. That was the only thing I saw, you know. And he reminded him of that in this fight, too. Like, you know, you keep doing this. So there, I feel hmm. like there's something coming to that, too. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can tell that he's going to take a baby for his face turn next season. Yeah. So, huh, who knows? I mean, maybe he'll die. Who knows? I bet they would kill, what's her name? Nancy? 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 I seriously yeah. could see Nancy going. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they keep building her up as his heel, two-timing all these guys. She's yeah. not She's not <laughs> crazy likable in either of them, to be honest. No, yeah. that's what I mean. But especially in this one, I was like, oh, you slut. <laughs> 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 so, you mean you've been with this guy for a year, you don't love him? Well, and she said to Jonathan... Days later, you're with Jonathan. That's high school. Come on, what are you going to do? They were in jo- yeah, when they were in bed. I remember it reminded me specifically of high school, uh, and I was thinking... I'm sorry. I know you. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were. She was in bed when they were in the twin beds with Jonathan, and she said something like, oh, you never came after me. And she was like, I was waiting for you. Like, they, they were... Oh, yeah, waiting for you while I'm fucking dating Steve. Yeah, well, she waited, yeah. and he's like, a month? And then she's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore as soon as she was wrong. You know, like yeah. my brother was like assumed dead for many weeks. Right. But you didn't come after me while I was dating some yeah, guy. Right. Kind of like my little brother's dread, breathed in yeah. demon dust kind of and he's coughing up frogs. Like, right. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to tell you. <laughs> I got a fuckhead dad. I'm getting, you know, like Lonnie's showing up in his T-bird. Like, get the fuck off. Did he die in season one? I wish. He was Lonnie. Like, oh, that name. That guy was that yeah, name. He was awesome. Yeah. He was. He was perfect for yeah. like the sleaze. All the, I will that family is cast so well because all of them looked related. Yeah. Like Jonathan and Will and Winona Ryder and the dad mm-hmm. is like that looks like Winona Ryder's family. Great. Uh, people complained about her in the first season, thinking she was like annoying or overacting. Like mm-hmm. her son is yeah. gone and mm-hmm. talking she's, to her through electricity. Like yeah, you're just losing her mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you perfect. go ahead and play that scene and see how you. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the point. Is everybody she has to talk to light bulbs? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's pale as fuck. <laughs> no, she was great. I think everybody's great. We got anything else? You guys good? Yeah. All right, let's take it home. Oh, but there's more.
here with Dickie Bronson and the Lat Man, Joe Coleman. We just saw Thor Ragnarok. What do you guys think? Dickie, we're going to start with you? <laughs> He's still You're right over there, still... Dickie. What's going on? He's, He's still laughing about <laughs> the Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I look? <laughs> You're a sick man. Well glimpsed. Well glimpsed. Uh, uh, well, Joe <laughs> brought it up, and I looked. Uh, you know, it happened. Thor. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. He finally got to, well, first thing I noticed was the fight in the beginning. He got to use his hammer in really cool ways you haven't seen him use before. Like, he did the spin thing. Yeah, and the, the, like the, hel- the, hel- the helicopter, like, Yeah, which you see him do in the comics and other yeah. shit, too. And then you, you got to do that. I like the hammer drop in the dragon's mouth. That was sweet. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Stay. Really thought about that. Yeah. I feel like they crammed a lot of stuff in that I normally, like, when you think about it, they got a lot of shit in in that movie. Yeah. They got yeah. A- well, and, and just to interrupt you real quick, but uh, at about the one forty-five mark, I got up to go to the bathroom, and I didn't know what time it was yet, but I, I checked when I was in there. I'm like, oh, my God, they still have about 25 minutes to go, and they they hadn't even made it to Asgard yet. But you were at the start really? of the movie, so yeah. So they, they got a lot done in that last half hour. They got a lot done in the first, too. Yeah. Like he defeated... Uh, Surter. It opens that way, and I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait, I always thought Surter was a badass, but he just looks like a bitch here." <laughs> like, yeah. but all I gotta do is take that helmet off you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Thor just whoops his ass and leaves. But then we see at the end, he gets gigantic and tears it apart. <laughs> so what? Uh, I always got. I always lean to you guys. How as, as far as movie versus book accuracy? Uh, not very. Oh, okay. Yeah, not much at all. I mean, the Ragnarok stuff, for the most part, is spot on, but, like, Hela isn't Thor and Loki's sister by any means. Hela's actually the daughter of an alternate, uh, not an alternate reality Loki, but a Loki that had perished in a previous Ragnarok. So, she's pretty much the daughter of Loki and uh, a frost giant chick. But um, yeah. So that her origins completely. <laughs> wait, different. wait, wait, wait. Loki hooked up with the frost giant chick and had Hela. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It, it might have been a frost. It was a giant of some sort. That's all I know. But uh, yeah. So that's her story, the gist of it. And then uh, of course, Grandmaster is an elder of the universe, so he's been around forever, and uh, he's you know brothers with the Collector and stuff like that. I don't know if he has any sort of, you know, relevance or importance other than just being the ruler of Sakaar for some reason. We don't know how he got there, why he's the ruler, or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, he's just uh, pretty much an intergalactic mischief maker. He, you know, stages all kinds of games and stuff. As a matter of fact, he's the guy who's, like, in charge of the Justice League and Avengers crossover. Like, he pits them against each other. So that's pretty cool. Oh, uh, and then, yeah, Planet Hulk was a little bit different, and, yeah. Was that Planet Hulk, or was that just they brought elements of Planet Hulk Sakaar to it? was Planet Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Comics, and uh, Meek and uh, Korg were in it, too. Yeah. And then there was a revolution, but there was a guy named the Red King. Yeah. It was fairly uninteresting, actually. But it also wasn't... Um, what was I trying to say here? I'm on so little sleep. Uh, it wasn't like a garbage planet. Like, right, they kind of just dropping. made it like this dump of a planet. But uh, it was more of like this desolate, warlike, deserty place, kind of. So, 
atmosphere was a little different, but uh, it was still cool the way they did it. And also, in the comics, the Hulk fights their champion, and their champion is actually the Silver Surfer. So oh, it's really? a cool little tidbit. Yeah, yeah. Everything always ties back to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. yeah. And not so much in the movies. <laughs> not at all, sadly. Yeah. One thing I think that was really cool was uh, when she walks into the throne room and throws the dagger at the, the mosaic of uh, Asgard, mm-hmm. and it broke, and the real mosaic was behind it. That reminded me, I actually saw this documentary. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was the movie Zeitgeist, too. And it's about how they built Christian temples over pagan churches. And they've, I've seen uh, where I think it was in Ireland and uh, basically any country where there was a centuries-old church, when they renovated it or would dig up, they would find pagan symbols underneath the tile work of like the Christian gods. So that was almost like a little nod to that in kind of a cool way. That's really oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Odin was kind of a real dick back in the day, huh? And yeah, just went around like with it. his daughter killing a bunch of people is what it sounded like. He got better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that dude's name again? Korg. Korg. Korg okay. in the comics is just like, he's just a rock man. Really yeah. nothing interesting about yeah. him. This, he's amazing. Like, Korg is relevant because he's one of the Saturn rock people that Thor fights in his very, very first comic book appearance. Mm-hmm. And you'd never, ever, ever seen these Saturn rock guys ever again. So they were around in 1962. And then all of a sudden in the Planet Hulk story in 2006, boom, Korg's there on the planet. It's like, hey, it's one of those rock people from the very first Thor comics. Cool. So it was neat to see him on the screen. <laughs> and, and he was freaking hilarious yeah you've talked about him in previous podcasts so i, I recognized him from that um but yeah no relevance and then the uh his little buddy with the blades that he's carrying around at the end meek he's in the comic he doesn't have blades yeah he's like a little bug creature in the comics and eventually he's like actually the guy who kind of uh makes it look like Tony Stark and the Illuminati blew up planet Sakaar. They planted a bomb in the ship that placed the Hulk there. So it killed his queen and all this other stuff after he'd conquered the planet and become king. And that's why he comes to Earth with this big gripe and just whoops everybody's ass. Meek? Uh, No, Hulk does. But then it's revealed that it was all Meek's idea, whatever, and then Hulk destroys him. Oh, so Meek's just a shitster. Yeah, but okay. eventually he evolves into this giant bug creature. But okay. he starts out like this little, almost, he's like the runt of uh, the Hulk's team of, uh, they're, they're called the Warbound. There's a brood creature from the X-Men comics and a uh, few other guys that are a little forgettable. But, uh, yeah, Meek was this guy that started out as the runt of the whole group and eventually became this big antagonist of it. So Jeff Goldblum as the, uh, was, was he the grand, grand master? Grand master. He was amazing. He yeah. Was, oh, God, so good. Yeah. Every, he was just, I just love how in anything he does, he's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. And <laughs> that's it. it. It worked. That's he's cast to be Jeff Goldblum. They're like, you know what this movie needs? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. It's just this ex- little blue lipstick. Except yeah. eccentric DJ. <laughs> just like ruling it's... one planet. And they're like, yeah, that for some reason Jeff Goldblum really works for that role. I loved everything about it. <laughs> it just the facials alone were yeah. priceless. You didn't need any like long explanation about him. You didn't yeah, it was just 
Yeah, this is the Grandmaster. He's the ruler, and this is what's going on. He has these games of death. So we get, I guess, essentially a long-term Hulk. Uh, Banner's been Hulk for two years. That was in um, Planet Hulk, too. In Planet Hulk, I think, don't, I don't remember what they did. They did something so he wouldn't turn back, right? I don't quite recall what it was. He didn't turn. Something about the planet. He turned into Banner right before, like, when he showed that Sierra or Ciara, whatever her name was, his queen, what he really was. Like, he de-hulked and showed her, you know, he was puny Banner. And then he turned back into Hulk and gave her that big Goliath gong. I think it was the same thing. Just for some reason, Hulk was in control of when he changed. I don't think there was yeah. a bigger explanation. But I, yeah, I don't remember what it was either, but yeah, Hulk just, he stayed the Hulk the entire time. Yeah, and he has a kid. They, him and this gray-skinned chick who was like a guard. Wasn't she a guard for she was, the Red uh, King or like something? She was like the Red King's like right-hand babe. Which she, is almost similar to Valkyrie's role like in this. Like uh, enforcer, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, they have a kid named Scar, right? Isn't that the name of the Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the kid's doing in the comics now. He hasn't uh, he been just, around in a long time. Like, he was in Thunderbolts for a while, and then he I didn't read the series, and I don't know where he is. It was just time for him to fuck off. I it's guess so. Hulk's child. Was, yeah, he, looks, he literally looks like Hulk mixed with Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, oh, he's got gray skin and long hair, and he's got a, like a, like a tribal Hulk. tattoo. And kind of like He-Man boots going on for some reason. Like, he's kind of cool. He's got a giant sword. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't hate it. He has a giant sword. Oh, yeah. 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 He looks cool. <laughs> and then, uh, so Valkyrie. Now, in the books, Valkyrie's one person. but in There there are multiple Valkyries. Okay. But, you know, the one Valkyrie, uh, you know, has been an not an Avenger, but a Defender and things like that. Because the Defenders in the comics, unlike the Netflix series, mm-hmm. are awesome. Yes. Yeah. Hulk, Silver Surfer, <laughs> Namor, Doctor Strange, and Valkyrie. And But, uh, yeah, we get this take on Valkyrie, which is cool. She's like the last surviving Valkyrie after Hela kills them all in battle. So that was so awesome. So it, it, made, it made more sense than just... Yeah, and she had a really cool a backstory. Six-foot-three Norwegian chick. Uh, yeah, for the most part. I still would have liked to have seen that, but... Yeah. Been all about it, an army of them. An army of six foot three Norwegian chicks? Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> when they take you to Valhalla. And I die by snoo snoo. That's right. <laughs> it's death by snoo snoo. I feel like everybody got a good moment in this, though. There was a lot of comedy, a lot of. I thought it would be too much, but I enjoyed all of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's forced, and this it wasn't. Like I just felt like that's it the thing. Yeah, it wasn't forced at all. But uh, that that's the only gripe I really have about the movie, though, is that it's a full on comedy for the most part, and uh, things are very dire. You know, <laughs> the whole realm is being destroyed. All these people are possibly gonna die. Odin has died, but. Everything else is so lighthearted and funny. It takes you out of like, oh, this is a serious matter, but it's all jokey, jokey. But I, I can't complain because it was hilarious. Like every line of dialogue the Hulk had just about was awesome yeah. and funny. But uh, yeah, that was the only gripe I had is that it was uh, it might have been too funny. There were there it, it yeah I don't know what to say it was too funny because I enjoyed it. But I'm watching it, sitting next to you guys, wondering, okay, is this is this going too far outside of the books? Um, but I was enjoying it, so 
Honestly, I liked it more than Josh Whedon's humor. Like when when it got to Avengers two, I thought felt like the forced humor in that. And what else was it? Was there any humor in Avengers two? There was it like when it was Nothing there, it didn't out. fit. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was Avengers two. I don't remember, but I hate it when people are uncharacter uncharacteristically funny. Yeah, like you have like. Like Ultron, Ultron, like being like, "Hey, you guys, what?" what? Yeah, he, I was annoyed by that too. And His whole characterization was off. But this, he was this like was... quipping. This one just everybody was still themselves, and I felt like it still worked. The interactions were all good. And this one was on the comedy level of like Guardians. I don't it, I, even higher. It's I might be the Deadpool. funniest Marvel movie they've made. Yeah, yeah, not necessarily Deadpool, but yeah, it might be the funniest Marvel movie they've ever done. Like every. It, it was funny me, all the way through. I feel like it was really good. It reminds me in a way that like Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, they're still comedies and action movies at the same time instead of being just... Which are two of my favorite movies ever. I love, yeah, yeah. I love any, almost anything Guy Ritchie does. Wow, that's pretty much, once you marry Madonna. Right. Yeah. We, uh, we do a whole, yeah. That, fuck, fuck that guy after he married Madonna, he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him after he married Madonna? He, he didn't make a good movie. Lockstock and, and Snatch were are two of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Rock and Roller was rough. Um, yeah, Didn't he do, that was him uh, trying to get back. X Men First Class. That wasn't him. That was Matthew Vaughn. That was the ah uh, yes yes. He wrote a lot of uh, those. I think Matthew Vaughn like wrote or produced or he did something with the Guy Ritchie movies. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then he that. did Layer Cake, which was like his big first one that with Daniel Craig. Yeah, it was just there was well. We're, Getting off topic here, but I, I that's what we do. There was, yeah, there was, there's certain directors that I would follow just because they have a certain style. Obviously, Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, uh, Guy Ritchie kind of fell into that. I guess that that King Arthur movie he made is just a pile of shit. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that was there was some island movie that he made that was when he was married to Madonna, and that's when just everything was that the one with Ewan McGregor. The island? No, no. Island. That I know what movie you're talking about, but no, there was some movie on an island. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. I don't know. But anyway, what, was Thor too funny? Like I almost like it just seemed like Thor was very witty and charming, and and it almost seems like he's not that. Uh, I think with Thor, you can get away with that a lot more than everybody else because he's the hardest sell of all the other characters. Like yeah. you gotta sell people on this alternate realm where there's gods and all this other stuff and uh i don't recall thor 2 being that funny because thor 2 is probably the most one of the most forgettable marvel movies that and iron man 2 are pretty forgettable yeah like you don't necessarily like if you're gonna have someone sit down and watch you're like you're like okay you need a crash course on all of these before we go and see avengers infinity war you you, you can skip Iron Man 2, you can skip Thor 2 for the most part. They don't add too much to it. They're just there because, oh, we have to make an Iron Man sequel, we have to make a Thor sequel, and then roll in all of our money and laugh about it. But uh, he's always been funnier in the movies because he's this guy that's totally out of place. He he can talk however he wants to talk on Asgard and all that, and that's fine, but when you put him in a real-world setting, he's comes off as this goofy Shakespearean guy. So. Yeah. Him and Doctor Strange were good. I almost forgot Doctor Strange was, was even say, in. That whole little area was, that was great. It was pretty cool. That was yeah. the most Doctor... I liked the Doctor Strange movie, but this was like more Doctor Strange than he was in the Doctor Strange movie even. He was yeah, he awesome. was in Yeah, he was in full... Uh, 
Full mode. Full strange. Yeah, he was great. And, like, yeah, I think that's the the thing where it's the situational humor of, like, Thor's funny because he's talking about email, and he's like, do you have a computer? He's like, what for? Why would I? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even though he suggested that's how you contact him. Yeah, he just doesn't understand and won't admit it. And then uh, one thing, so Thor 2, the the comic relief, I'm doing quotation fingers, Mm -hmm. was uh, that Darcy chick from that Two Broke Girls show. And if I have to choose between Thor being funny and putting that bitch in anything ever again, I'll take fucking (laughs) Thor can do Rodney Dangerfield jokes for the rest of the movies for all I care. I agree. I agree. Trying to think what else uh, popped out. I mean, we mentioned the the entire soundtrack was mainly synthesizer and whatnot, which worked, but then they dropped that Led Zeppelin track when, when, uh, when he went God of Thunder. That was, God, that was just so awesome. Badass. So awesome. Didn't they put, was Tom Sawyer in there? Or did I imagine that? I didn't hear that. Maybe Rush the synth reminded me of the beginning of Maybe. Tom Sawyer, I think. How about that sweet Matt Damon cameo? Oh my God, I forgot about that. What, when? when? Matt Damon, Loki's, when they did the, Loki the, the play. play. On Asgard that was Matt Damon? He, Matt Damon yeah, was what? playing Loki. Yeah. I didn't even re- I, Yeah, that was Matt Damon. And then and, and, uh, Sam Neill Sam was Neil. Odin. Even notice that? No I way. wonder if the other guys yeah. were anybody too. I wonder if the guy played somebody. I didn't know who somebody. Thor was. I, he looked kind of familiar. I'm sure if we look at the IMDb there, we'll know. But yeah, it was totally Matt Damon. That's awesome. I didn't even realize that. It was great. I, and like he's just sitting there eating grapes in his bathrobe. Yeah. yeah. Like, and when he sees Thor, he just goes, "Oh shit!" shit. Yeah. <laughs> like they they tied up a lot of plot threads, and like they just got a lot of shit done, and you didn't feel like it was too much. But uh, also the one thing, uh, again, it was like they kind of wanted to shy away from any like real conflict to an extent because they find Odin and he's just staring off into the distance at this beautiful scenery in Norway. And he's like, oh, Loki, it took me a minute to break that spell, but I did. It's like, well, why don't you go back to Asgard and tell everybody your son's being right. an asshole and posing as you. You're, you know, that isn't really you. But I guess he just made his peace and he was like, I'm old, I'm going to die and that's it. So yeah, they go to America and he or they go to Earth and and Loki supposedly left him in a senior center. That's that's what it was looking like, yeah. And when they were tearing it down, I almost thought, okay, is this thing tying back to because um, it seemed like it was in Manhattan, uh, um, defenders. Oh and yeah, yeah, all that shit. Uh, uh, they'll they'll probably never try to tie the TV series with the actual movies, for which is pointless reason. for even making them the same yeah. continuity. Like at that point, I mean, it's yeah. so stupid because that's how it was sold to us all the time. And yeah. they, and they even refer to, to it on the defender, the daredevil and Luke cage. They say the battle for New York, the incident, yada, yada, yada. They're just name dropping. They're talk, like yeah. They name drop. That's it. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, I don't give a shit if any of those guys make it to the movies, but to see Daredevil or Punisher in a Marvel movie, even if it's just like a brief, brief yeah. cameo, like just yeah. give just me that. Just like, like when we were kids in the, on the X-Men cartoon, there was the Dark Phoenix saga, and when she shows up and de- destroys this like star system, it's felt by all these people, and you see a cameo of Thor like feeling it. You see Doctor Strange. You see Spider-Man. Like They always had like these little snippets and cameos, and just little things like that, Easter just eggs so even, you- like Winks are really, really cool. I mean, if you don't get it in Infinity War, I don't know if you're ever going to get it. Like, It seems TV like everybody's coming to that one. All the movie people are, and then yeah. maybe they may or may not be. I mean, Captain Marvel is in that. I don't remember. They still have to have, Do they have her movie it's first? Nah, or? is she going to no. really be in Infinity War? I don't know. 
I don't really care. But Guardians, um, all the Avengers, obviously. Um, it's strange, Spider-Man. I guess. Spider, well, Spider Man kind of falls into the. Which is cool, but like, how about some TV guys? Right. Or just Daredevil. I mean. I, I w- I'd love to just see Daredevil on it. Like, just, just a s- small snippet. Just his reaction to shit. Yeah. You know, like, how, how huge anything. would people lose it? It would be the first time somebody from a television show appearing in a movie would get that big of a reaction. Right. Like, if they're doing all this cool shit in the movies and people lose it over Daredevil showing up, a t- guy on a TV show, like, that's how good the TV show is. And that's the thing, too. Like, I was uh, reading that because Jeff Loeb... His crazy ass was asked, oh, well, are the TV and movies ever going to cross over? And he's like, well, it's difficult because the time frame and the timeline of the movies and the TV shows are different, so we don't ever actually know where they are. And it's like, actually, Infinity War is taking place whenever it's taking place. You've told Daredevil stories. It doesn't really need... There's no establishment of time. Yeah, there's no establishment whatsoever among these universes in terms of time. owns all those properties. All we know is that Daredevil takes place after the first Avengers movie, pretty much. That's it. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. also, you're the ones making this shit. Right. (laughs) Figure it out. Yeah, there's there's no Fox or Sony... Fucking this up. Yeah. Yeah. Just give us a little bit of Daredevil. Is Daredevil going to die? No. Then it doesn't affect the next season at all. Right. He just doesn't, he doesn't need to bring up the Infinity War. He doesn't need to bring up anything. It's, yeah. And really, and, and like you say, all they got to do is just cut to a, you know, a, a one minute scene of him fighting a crime in New yeah. York. Yeah, exactly. And, and, just that. Yeah. It's like hell's going, you know, the earth's going to hell everywhere, mm-hmm. and then it's snippets of all this shit happening, and oh wait, here's a shot of Daredevil, his hearing and all this stuff, he's hearing all this chaos. What? That'd just be cool. Just that. He doesn't yeah. have to fight Thanos. Him with a movie budget. Like, that would be sweet. It happened. Ben Affleck was in it. That wasn't him. <laughs> I mean, what else do you? I mean, we'll get that. We'll probably get Rosario Dawson banging the entire Marvel universe in the fucking movie. Before oh yeah, <laughs> she'll just here we go she again. takes all the dongs that time. God damn it! Yeah, she yeah. to get that Hulk dong. Did anybody bitch about that? Dong. People bitched about a lot of the ways women are represented on film, and nobody's bitched about Rosario Dawson just homie hopping her way through the Marvel universe. Well, no, that's a thing now. A thing. Uh, I don't know. This or is might that be, liberating? Ha- have to be something that might have to be redacted, but it's, I don't know, apparently a feminist thing because of the double standard, you know, when... Because the dudes are banging. Because dudes, dudes are sweet. They can get away with doing whoever. There were. Why not girls? No, it should be the same for girls. They should be able to do whoever they cool. want. And that's, I don't, that's fine. That's, that's fine, fine, but yeah. I don't need Luke Cage banging everyone he meets, and I don't need fucking Claire banging all the dudes or having romantic relationships. She didn't bang Daredevil, did she? I think but she they did. had she like did. a thing. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. They, they made out. I think that was it. I just I don't need the romance. I don't. I need assume that if it's if they, if they if they if they're doing some scene where they're making out and then they kind of cut to something that they banged for sure. Typically, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Maybe that's just my. Yeah, view. if you don't that's, see them stop kissing, they definitely banged. Yeah, and that's a rule for life. Yeah, I feel like if you walk out of the situation and somebody's making out, who knows? Yeah, they bang. I don't, yeah, you walked out. I'm like, they, they banged. banged. There's yeah. that quantum physics where if you didn't see them bang, that doesn't mean they didn't not bang. No, there's there's a comfort level there. Like, okay, they obviously have that comfort level. They've, yeah. yeah, just give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, we got physics, <laughs> quantum physics, rolled quantum into physics, the, and banging to the hole. Did they <laughs> bang or not? And in that world, they did and they didn't. Yes, you know what I'm saying. 
Like, the, is Did, the cat dead in the box? I don't know. Until I open uh, the like box, it's both dead cat, and alive at the same cat. time. Yeah. Oh, there was another. Yeah, try to segue from that, you son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, you got me. You got me. I really liked the fight between Thor and Hulk in the arena. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. You finally got to see them throw hands, and that was cool. I was going to be really hot if Hulk jobbed, though. I was going to be so pissed. You can't, just because it's Thor's movie. And, but they, you know what they did? They, like, they do in wrestling is they give you the swerve. It's like, well, if the guy got attacked before the match and his knees bum and he loses clean to the guy, then it's like he's not weak for losing to the yeah. dude. They yeah. did the taser thing, yeah. so he loses. Or like the gladiator, yeah. gla- uh, the movie gladiator. Yeah, so it, Thor still looks strong, basically. Oh, yeah, he knifed him, didn't he? Yeah, or he cut knifed his... him and then sent him out there in this grand battle or whatever. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, yeah, that's the way he still looks strong, even though he's got to lose. But they didn't really show... I mean, so there was no winner in that fight. No well, Hulk, technically. But Thor got they tased. Show, yeah. They show Thor, he gets tased, but then he blocks his shot, and then they go black, and then the, they're bandaging yeah, him up. So I Hulk might have hit him, might not have, but... You're, I think you're left to assume that, well, then that gets into Rocky territory, because it wouldn't be me and you if we didn't bring up Rocky. Remember that yeah. scene where him and Apollo are going to go round and round, and then they cut it right as you oh, know, right you don't know who wins? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then we find out in Creed that uh, yep. Apollo whooped his ass. Which is, a, like, that's awesome that they waited that long, and then they finally <laughs> gave you ending of that. And it was, like, so simple, too. He's like, I heard there was a third fight. And then, you know, they have this whole dialogue, whatever. And then, like, as he's leaving, Adonis is leaving, he's like, so who won? And Apollo just, and Rocky just says, he did. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. I felt like he was just saying that to make, make him feel make better. Make the kid feel better. Who knows yeah, about his dead know. dad? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because, I mean, Apollo didn't look too good in Rocky IV. I mean, he was slipping, and he got killed in the yeah. second round. And Rocky was just eating Drago fist to the head. And Drago was so gassed up. Right. Like, I mean, he was he was apparently punching with, like, 1,800 pounds of pressure. You know how you know that? Because so, they had a machine that told they you. They did. It was they sweet. Did. It was yeah. like, this is like getting hit in the head with a sledgehammer from a car. Didn't they Didn't they establish the, uh, like, a, the your, your heavyweight champion punches with, like, 800 pounds of pressure or something, and then he comes in and hits, like, 1,200, and then they show him juicing up and, and working yep. out, and then it gets up to, like, 15 it's and like, 18. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, he's unstoppable. <laughs> There's you know? no way Rocky yeah. can live. No way at all. My, so, that's but he was like, my, Drago punches 950 pounds. <laughs> my, my favorite entrance ever is him walking out with that light behind him, and he's just all lats. And just, you know, oh, with, yeah. with the friggin' uh, air raid horn going off. Have we talked about this yet? That, like, I want to find where that giant painting of Dolph Lundgren's Ivan Drago is. There's oh, so many Rocky the, things you need the... to find. Yes, because it's gigantic. Yeah. It's got to be somewhere in this world. Like, it's this huge prop somewhere. Someone owns it, it yeah. ha- I want to own it. That, I want to be the guy who the jacket, owns that. Right? I want that and the jacket. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. You're going to be the first man to go broke paying for a storage unit to put all the Rocky memorabilia you <laughs> right. jacked on. Right. You're like a whack-ass Indiana yeah. Jones. What do you You're have just trying to unit? find all this I shit for movies yeah. you like. I, just, <laughs> I have this 40-foot by 20-foot flag. It's like, hey, guys, come, come yeah. down and check out this place I'm renting in Philadelphia. You're like, wait, what? I've just opened Mixed Gym. I'm like, yeah. hey, <laughs> look what I did. It's Joe, this wasn't real. <laughs> Whatever happened to Joe Coleman, he... <laughs> He tracked down all the goods he was looking for. He put all and this opened a mixed gym and couldn't afford the first. He put his rent. beer, his gear bag on Skid Row. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
That was the saddest thing. So you, you do. Put, you put my bag on Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else from Thor? Um, probably. The hella was hella hot. Oh my God. Yeah. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. You forget about that being her, even though she looks great always. But Kate Blanchett's been around for a while, though. It was that whole dark thing she had going on. It was, yeah, she was just hot goth. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Cat suit. Yeah. I did. Oh my God. Who's who's the lady from Underworld? Oh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. She's, She's perfect. World. Oh yeah, yeah. What's what was uh, who's the one that was married to Hugh Grant? Elizabeth. Why Hur- would I Elizabeth know that? Elizabeth oh, Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's from Austin Powers. More like Elizabeth oh. Hurl me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, it works. No, it works. Needed to fill the air. Did you? Yeah. You ever read Rocket? Everybody look. <laughs> Impossible. These jeans have stretched to it. You can't see it. We discussed this earlier. David Banner wearing uh, Tony Stark's clothes. That was a good <laughs> little nod. There was a lot of. Little... He was great too. It's just as yeah. as uh, oh you and you were a product of the seventies because you definitely called him David Banner instead of Bruce Banner right there. Is it? Oh, did he really? Yeah, I didn't. I'm really? tired. I didn't catch you dropped it. the David Banner. Yeah. Did we talk about on this podcast why he was called David Banner in the TV you show? You know why? Because I know why. Because they thought it was an overly gay name at the time. Yeah, you tell that to Bruce freaking Wayne, and it'll break your damn arm. Bruce Banner was a gay name, so in the seventies they, they, they thought David Bruce, Banner. I'm gonna pull the it name up. Bruce just so was too gay. You can edit out my comment, and I can read it off of this thing. So there's got Lord knows. So far, there's you a, haven't said anything that. Requires. No, we're we're I, literally stating a fact. So I there's quote, nothing wrong with. It. I quoted something last show that that ended <laughs> up on the cutting room floor. I'm not arguing why. I'm just well, saying. Well, well, why don't you just calm it down? There. I'm just saying this, this is fine. You're not getting out of control. We're good. What, what are you looking at? What up had happened was... Dickie is fine. Hold it's on. Right. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I'm going to look up the exact quote as to why he was named David Banner. He all was right. named David Banner because they thought the TV executives thought Bruce was too gay of a name. Wow. I yeah. didn't, I, and I never even realized that they were named separately until I... Yeah, he was, yep. I grew up with David yep. Banner. That's it. And uh, apparently Dickie needs to justify himself over here. That's good. What are you looking up? Here we go. Technically, he was David Bruce Banner. From what I've read, the unofficial reason was that the name Bruce was considered to have too many homosexual connotations for the comfort of TV executives. But, I mean, I I didn't read it. I heard this in an interview with Stan Lee. So Stan Lee was <laughs> confirming it, and he was annoyed by it. Oh, here you go. As you can see in this video... Uh, Stan totally admits that Bruce was too gay of a name for the TV executives. Wow. So he was the one that pushed to have it be his middle name so he'd at least get the name in the TV series. On the, uh, on the gravestone is where you find out that's his middle name. Yeah. So he wanted to at least keep some continuity there. I'm, wow, I'm floored. I've never knew that was a thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I was gonna say there was a little, a lot of little sexual innuendo. I mean, between uh, we we had naked Hulk and and Thor getting a glimpse or whatever. And why was he in his throne room? Did like Thor drag him in there? Because he like, see, yep. and that's why I was wondering about the end of that fight. Did 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 uh, um, Hulk just carry him in with them? Like I killed this guy, or 
Either they must have, or they, they called the, the fight or something. Yeah. They might have thought he was dead because the girls looked super shocked and scared when he woke up. Right. You know what I mean? When should they expect him to wake up at some mm-hmm. point? I think they that Hulk pretty much was saving him, basically, you know. Oh, yeah, let me take this dead-ass corpse back to my room for whatever the fuck I feel like, apparently. Yeah. Whatever reason it's that might be. my toy now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or he, since he put up such a good fight, the champion let him share that room. Perhaps. Yeah. Good enough for me. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. I'm not going to nitpick that. Yeah. I mean, they were essentially imprisoned because neither of them could leave that room. Right. Right? Yeah, right, right. I just love that the Hulk was how the Hulk is supposed to be, like a 10-year-old, essentially, yeah. with just unlimited power and strength. So yep. he acted like a child whenever he was arguing and whenever he was being told not to do something. It was awesome. Yeah. He's arrogant as fuck, too, because finally he's in control and he's just acting the way a kid. Like the movie Big. Yeah. He was Tom Hanks in Big. <laughs> More yeah. or less. It was sweet. I, I loved when he, whatever that ball was. And he's just throwing it like Rocky would throw the racquetball. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Thor picks it up, and it's, you know, it must have been one of those, like, red target balls that they blocked their parking lot yeah, with. Yeah, these giant orbs of destruction. Yes, exactly. I think they're there to protect the store from being hit by a car, maybe. No, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's exactly what they're for. Yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, was it the devil's anus? <laughs> yeah, like, a, why'd they have to name that it thing? that? Uh, that's no, what they called a, it. Another a, joke. Yeah, just to wedge a joke in. Huh. Yeah, I felt like there was there was a lot of little little innuendo and you know the the grandmaster's uh, orgy ship, basically. <laughs> there was a lot of that stuff. That was so sweet. Just the way they did Korg was great. Yeah. Every time that guy talked, I lost yeah. my mind. Hey, will you want to get on this big ship with us? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Every time. Yeah, that was it. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're starting a revolution. Want come? And that getting was... on that big ship over there. You <laughs> and that was who? It was the director, Taika Waititi. I, 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 he's from New Zealand. I don't remember know how to pronounce his name. He directed What We Do in the Shadows, that mockumentary about vampires that was really good. He wrote Flight of the Concords, wrote and directed a oh, okay. episode okay. of that. That's he was I... also the lead character in What We Do in the Shadows, too. And they did this movie called Hunt for the Wilder, Wilder People that I think won some Academy Awards. It's supposed to be amazing. It was more of a New Zealand release. But yeah, he did the voice and the motion capture and directed the movie. Yeah, it just worked. I was telling Joe, like, they seemed to cram that, like, Odin, if you tell me this on paper, it sounds batshit crazy, but, like, Odin dies, Hela comes down, like, you got Thor and Hulk fucking around in space, the Valkyrie shows up and she happens to be in space too, Jeff Goldblum rules a planet, you get Planet Hulk in there, Ragnarok's in there. Yeah, and you forgot there's a reveal that Hela's actually Thor's sister. Yeah. Blah, like, blah, blah. And, like, they got all that in in a short amount of time, and I wasn't like, wait, what? Huh? We're over here now? Like, it was, it just worked. He crammed a bunch of crazy shit in there, and it just, it was awesome. I don't know how I felt about the Warriors 3 just getting <laughs> killed off like they were nothing. I mean, it's Ragnarok, so I guess. It's the three-headed dude? I guess they're allowed to die. No, the Warriors no, 3. No, they're, uh, it was... The two dudes who died in Heimdall's chamber when Hela showed up. So it was Volstag and Fandral oh, the Dashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she, she kills those guys instantly. And uh, yeah, and then Hogan kind of has this brave standoff with her, and then he gets killed off too. It was like, ah, uh, but it's, it's Ragnarok, so everyone's supposed to die anyway. So I, I guess I'm okay with that. And then uh, 
I thought Scourge was pretty pretty entertaining. He was really cool in this movie, but I always saw him as more of a badass. But again, he was just like comic relief all the way through. But I totally lost it when he was goofing around with the shake weight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And here's my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to, he's supposed to be bringing Thor back and he's just fucking around with chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Heimdall was pretty sweet. I feel like Heimdall was always Idris Elba's character. Yeah. He's just kind of there, just like standing there with the sword. Like, okay, that's cool enough. But he looked cool. Joe even said it. He looks just like Bishop. He looked yeah. just like Bishop. Like, if you look at. He had his own series for a while. If you look at the cover to Bishop Number One, it looks just like Heimdall looked in that movie. He had a couple exactly. bandanas. Uh, no, because he didn't even really have a bandana oh, okay. in this story. So <laughs> it was still cool. He looked way cooler than the guy who was Bishop in Days of Future Past. I'll tell you that. God, they're just oh. really bad at wasting characters in X Men movies. That new mo- new new mutants. New the new mutants. New mutants. It looks so bad. Like it has it nothing like to a, do with X Men so far. Yeah, it's, it looks like an R-rated uh, like horror flick. It, yeah, it, not even that. It looks like a PG thirteen crappy yeah, yeah. horror flick. Like that's what it looks like. It looks like completely uninteresting too. Uh, I'm watching Gifted though. That's kind of cool. You like it? Is it? Uh, I watched the first two episodes. It's kind of neat. There's not like at one point they're like we're looking at the mutant underground as a terrorist group, like the Brotherhood or the Mutant Liberation Front. And I was like, well, any show that name drops a Rib Liefeld team like that, I'm pretty impressed with because those guys are about as G-list as you get. That's probably the only names they could touch because they're not allowed to like say certain character names. You know what I mean? That's yeah, got to be some stuff. serious contracts when you think about all the Marvel names, all the Marvel entities, and who's allowed to touch what and talk about what. There's a diagram. So yeah. there is somebody posted a diagram of what, uh, and I think there was a, like an actual screenshot of the, the real list that they have of what studios own what characters still, and also what characters fall under what property, like why there was a Quicksilver loophole because he was an Avenger. And he was uh, um, in the X Men series, so they could use both could use him. And then there was like a Quicksilver, not sorry, uh, Silver Surfer issue because oh. he falls under Fantastic Four and Namor does, and that's why they had that deal where in Deadpool they wanted to change Negasonic Teenage Warhead's powers because that was supposed to be Cannonball, but they didn't want to use them. So in return, they let uh, Guardians Two use Ego the Living Planet, who was technically Fantastic Four, so they cut a weird deal where they got the trade. However, they in Guardians 2, they also had the Watchers, which are very clearly Fantastic Four characters. Yeah, that's. I wonder so if that was part of the there's deal. Something going on. Like, I feel like they might, they might be talking and be like, "Hey, Fox, look, you have fucked this up royally. Yeah, just give us our property back for." And they're bringing the Fantastic Four back in the comics. Well, yeah, that's another real thing. Pre- soon. Pretty so. soon from deleting them from history, so yeah, not the. Well, I don't know exactly how it went down. I so, just know like I don't know. It might be after Avengers three and four, whatever. Fantas- they might be in line to push the Fantastic Four as like the front runners of whatever the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be. You, if you look at the list of Marvel movies coming up, there's a bunch of Fox movies listed that are just unnamed Marvel property, uh, and, and whether they're X Men or. Or Fantastic Four, or which is weird what? too, because a lot yeah, of them are becoming really depressing. And when when they do that, though, almost nothing comes to fruition. 
Right. And well, so and maybe we'll this see, was though. this New Mutants movie, uh, Fox. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that it could be that, you know, those kind of things. But I mean, there's New Mutants, there's going to be X-Force, supposedly, and then there's going to be, which was apparently going to be a trilogy, maybe Cable gets his own solo flick, and then they're going to do a Gambit movie. So. Oh. Yeah, Gambit's still on. I remember reading about that. It, real quick, back to Thor. It almost seemed like there was a little bit too much CGI fighting. Uh, it felt like a video game at Sometimes points. that drives me crazy. Yeah, it's like, a little too herky-jerky. Hella looked very... Computer animated when she yeah. was in action, very Gumby esque. Like it, it almost looked like the CGI had gone back like a decade. Almost, it looked very Matrixy yeah. to an extent. Yeah, Blade Two, Blade Two. Every blade, every fight that he was in, he was CGI, and it drove me crazy. And that was, well, you know, geez, I don't know, fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, I will agree. There were part. I mean, I thought most of the fights were sweet. Especially at the end when he gets all lightninged up and throws down. Oh, he's badass. That Absolutely. Was cool. Like when he was like, What are you, the god of hammers? And they're like, Oh shit. Yeah, here we go. Nut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I was a little disappointed though that like he doesn't so he just doesn't have Mjolnir anymore. Like, I'm sure that his he, gimmick is gone permanently. What the hell? I feel like Infinity War and the Infinity Stones are gonna fix a lot of shit, like his eye. Which I didn't even mind it. Normally, I'm weird about continuity. I'm like, he loses his eye? He never loses it. Like, He's, yeah. Well, in the comics now, he loses it, supposedly. Oh, really? Like, future Thor has one eye, also has one arm. So. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, he has been through some shit. And he, uh, but I'm cool with it. I thought he looked cool still. And uh, like I said, I feel like the Infinity, go- which you saw the Infinity, the- and this yeah. is what I don't understand. When she's in the, um, the armory room, where you see the cosmic cube and you see Loki steal the cosmic yeah. cube, by the way, which I didn't think about till yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't use it. That's nope. right. And so, uh, ooh, we, that, this brings up a lot of things we got to talk about right here. Yeah, and then she, you see the Infinity Gauntlet, which you saw in there before, and she said like, "Oh, fake, fake," and, she, and knocks it over. So it, does that mean she doesn't know what it was and she thinks it's fake, or that's really fake and Thanos has it? And that's the thing, too. In the comics, Thanos is in love with the entity of death in the Marvel Universe, and the physical entity of death is this chick, pretty much. So uh, that's who Thanos is trying to impress with slaying half the universe's population Uh and all this stuff. He's trying to earn death's favor. So uh, I was thinking maybe, because they've established that Hela is the goddess of death, albeit... As Guardian one, maybe they're gonna try because she's already established. Maybe they're gonna say Thanos is trying to impress Hela, and maybe in uh, you know this after credit scene, this giant ship shows up in front of Thor and his Asgard, and uh, it's clearly gonna be Thanos's ship. And um, like. yeah. and yeah, maybe he's showing up because he knows Loki has an Infinity Stone on that ship in the form of the Cosmic Cube, or he knows that they let Hela die. The Cosmic Cube, is it an Infinity Stone? Supposedly in this universe, yeah. Okay. Are they missing one still? I believe so, yeah. Because with the ether, which I didn't understand how the ether was an Infinity Stone, that thing weirded, I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. So the ether, the thing in Loki's staff, the thing inside Vision's head. Uh, there was the mind gem in Doctor Strange, or, what, or Doctor was it Strange's reality? I don't know. Time, maybe? Time. Uh, so that's four, and uh, there was something else. There right? was in Guardians of the Galaxy, which I think was the Power the Stone. One. So that's five, right? Yeah. That's five. 
Is there six or is there five? Because isn't there one on the back of the hand, the hand too? Yeah, yeah. So there's six. So maybe that's the cosmic cube is the sixth, which would probably be mm. the reality gem, right? Considering it did all that crazy shit in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Because you got mind, power. I don't remember the, what was the ether. Purple was power, right? And the soul gem, time gem. Yeah, yeah. That might be the reality one. Rick is so lost. No, I'm following you. I'm just but yeah, just observing. Okay. Setting up. Yeah. In, in these right. movies, they're pretty much artifacts as opposed right. to literal stones. I mean, it, in Guardians of the Galaxy, it was an actual stone, but and I guess it was on Vision's head as well. Mm-hmm. I think but, they are really stones, but they like. But the Mind Stone is what came from Loki's staff, so it's still. But it was a stone inside of it. Yeah. 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 But I th- one thing I didn't I don't like, and I think I said it before, is like those are things that already exist in the Marvel universe. Like the Eye of Agamotto, it's like oh, so it's just a stone now. Like he doesn't have his own. Yeah, I think know, that's kind of bullshit too. I don't know. You kind of negate them having these cool weapons because now they're just Infinity Stones towards like an endgame. But whatever. I mean, Doctor Strange still does magic. All's right with the world. Got a uh, a Black Panther trailer. Yeah, I saw that one online. Yeah. It looks cool. It, lo- it looks like some uh, Panther on Panther fighting. It looks pretty cool, but again, I'll definitely go see it. But uh, again, that's the whole thing. Our reaction was, looks cool, but bleh. It's, yeah. it's just he's one of those characters that just, they're going to try and get him over, and he's probably not going to get over as huge as they want him to. Same with Doctor Strange. Like I've been that way since I was a kid. Like And I actually, I, I'm, and I see it with... Namor the Submariner as well. Like, I love that character. As a matter of fact, he might be one of my favorite characters in the whole Marvel Universe, but I wouldn't buy his comic every single month because his adventures by himself just aren't very interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'll read the Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'll do that. The same with Doctor Strange and Black Panther. Like, it's just no one picks those books up. But apparently Marvel publishes a lot of stuff where they almost don't expect people to pick them up because they've put out a lot of things that people just aren't grabbing. And that's why they were in such dire straits for a while there. And they're trying to dig themselves out of that hole. Cool. (laughs) I got nothing else, man. (laughs) No, I'm sure there's things I'm going to remember later on. And then I'm going to... You good? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Keep going.